You watching me glow, you watching me go I'm all in my zone, I'm holding my own I'm feeling like Bane, I'm breaking your bones I am a blur, black and a nerd So this is my own, this is my zone And this is a show you already know like My grand blur, YouTube blur Everything I do so blur Bet you wish you so blur Cosplay blur All day blur Everything I do so blur Bet you wish you so blur Bet you wish you so blur Talking about what we heard Talking about what we seen All through the eyes of a blur Everything that we do urge Flying like a super person Plus I got super friends We be teaming up early Welcome to Blur Vision, your window into the world of all things geek, movies, TV, or news. We talk about it every week. It's your boy Jordan with... Hello, guys. It is the Devourer of Worlds, Galactus. That's your Galactus voice? I thought you were going to be Joker for a second. It sounded like Joker. That doesn't sound like Joker. For a second it did. Hello, boys and girls. It's your friendly neighborhood Joker. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Tales from the Crypt. That's a pretty good laugh, actually. <laughs> cool, hold on. Good job. I'll take it. <laughs> Flexing your acting skills. I'm flexed. <laughs> You're flexed. Hey guys, another week, another episode of Blurred Vision. This week we've got the CW has returned. Lightning has struck again with the Flash and Black with Lightning. Black Lightning. Well, the Flash and Black Lightning. No. <laughs> <laughs> just, just Black Lightning. Just Black Lightning. Oh, maybe we're gonna fight then. No, we're not gonna fight. I like the Flash. Oh, you asshole! <laughs> <laughs> you should have buried the lead. I'm like, <laughs> Suspense gone. <laughs> but aside from CW stuff, we're still waiting for Supergirl and Arrow to come back. Supergirl um, comes back tonight. Oh, okay, cool. Well, we can talk about it yet because no, we haven't watched it yet. And the charm. I said the charm. Charm comes on tonight too. So I'm like, Do you care? I'm I'm gonna watch it. I'm gonna watch, I'm gonna watch both of them. All right. Well, you report back on that and let us know how it is. But I won't. I won't be able to watch it tomorrow because I got rid of my cable, so I can't do live TV. It doesn't. I don't. Does that does that matter for us at all? Like, it does. <laughs> no, it doesn't. It matters. We're gonna. I'm gonna reverse time like Nora. <laughs> oh, okay. And come back on the podcast <laughs> and give my thoughts. Man, if you have the ability, <laughs> I've got way more important things for you reverse time for. <laughs> no, this is the most important thing. <laughs> okay. Uh, we've also got to talk about uh, the infamous Titans premiere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, DC yeah. Universe. The app is finally dropped, and it's with this come the show everybody's talking about. The best show on television. Is it though? Yeah. <laughs> According to DC, they mm. love it so much they renewed it for a second season before it even. That's a good point. Yeah, well, we're gonna. I have some words about that show. Uh, I have a lot of words. Oh, good. All right, maybe <laughs> we'll have we'll be in the same boat for that. <laughs> um, and then we're gonna get some trailers and news as per usual. But before we get into all of that, we have iTunes reviews. Uh, first review comes from Jory Heath. It's a five-star review, and the subject is, Great show, small note. Hey guys, I'm a big fan of the show, and I listen to it every Monday as soon as it comes out, whether I'm driving, working out, or drawing. Just a note real quick, the Rotten Tomatoes score isn't, this movie is a failure with a 30%, looking at you, Venom. It means that all of the critics who are Rotten Tomatoes certified and reviewed it, 30% thought it was a serviceable film. Uh, same with the audience score. 89% means that many people like the movie of all... Wait. 89% means that that many people like the movie of all the people that actually take the time to go to Rotten Tomatoes to review stuff. Uh, just thought that was an important distinction to make. Keep up the good work. Um, thanks for the clarification, Jory? 
Uh, I, I already knew. Yeah, that. I was gonna say I already knew that. But yeah. as, as far as the audience, I don't trust. I don't trust audience scores unless it's cinema score because anybody like I can go on Rotten Tomatoes right now and vote on a movie I haven't seen, and that counts towards the audience score. I mean, and, and a lot of people do that. Like, yeah, you'll look about to say like that. Infinity War before it even came out. It was like at a ninety whatever audience, and it's like y'all didn't see it. Like, like and, it, and, it, and it goes both ways, positive and negative. Like yeah. you get fanboys jumping on a movie before it comes out to kind of vindicate themselves. Like, oh no, I, I, I think Venom's going to be great, so I'm going to vote 100% to offset what I think is a bad critic score, even though I might not have seen it. Yeah, that, or, that or was, the other way. That was a news story for even Black Panther. People went on before Black Panther even came out, voted negatively in mm-hmm. terms of audience score yeah. because people were upset about the, the critic score, Justice League. Exactly. So like it's, I mean... I don't know. People usually look at the audience score when they feel like the critic score doesn't reflect their own personal feelings. Basically. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's, that's the only time the audience score matters. Yeah. yeah the, like I said, the only audience score I look at is cinema score because that's verified people that have seen the movie. Mm-hmm. And it's not even like I look at the cinemas because I always get that online all the time. Like, oh, why do you care about critic scores? They don't matter. I'm like, first of all, everyone's a critic. Even us. If you're not professional, you're still a critic. You're still judging a movie. Yeah. Um, but beyond that, I mean, like the I use critic scores to kind of judge like a average of what I might feel. I'm not going there going, well, if they said 30%, then I'm only going to enjoy it 30% amount. I mean, we even said for Venom, our, our, our own feelings didn't fall in line with the absolute critic score. Mm-hmm. Instead, it was like an average between the audience and the critics. Yeah, we, 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 we said we gave it much higher than, than, than what they would have gave it. Like, yeah. I would, if we had to put it in a critic score, which we don't do, probably, I would say maybe a 70, 65. Yeah, I was gonna. I would say like sixty, ish, okay. even fifty-five. But but for me, a fifty-five isn't like it, it's not school grades where it's like a that, that's what I'm because that's what I'm thinking in my head. I know, I'm like a fifty-five. Does. That sounds failing. But fifty's in the middle. Like, you know what I mean? Like I'm not I'm not judging this like a like a F to A ranking. It's more like a fifty percent is like middle of the road. Well, see, that's why I, well, I went with the seventy because I'm thinking seventy is a C in school grades, and we gave it a passable, which is middle. Yeah, I'd give it a D. <laughs> Well, that's not passable. Then. D plus, come see me. <laughs> that's not a pa- yeah. That's not a passable. You gave it a passable. I also read uh, uh, an article about the director came out and and explained a plot hole that we were talking about for Venom. That six month gap where it's like, well, if the symbiote kills people and and Riot was inside that old lady, why did it take six months for her to get on an airplane and get to wherever you know the. In Chicago, or, or was it Chicago or Detroit? San Francisco. San Fr- I was like, nowhere yeah, close. You were nowhere close. <laughs> what am I thinking? I'm thinking about uh, Detroit's Titans. But uh, but yeah, it, that was his explanation was basically uh, our bad. <laughs> That's like David Ayer and the Suicide Squad thing. Why wasn't the Joker the villain? Oh, my bad. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he called it a logic bump. But I'm like, how do you? Get yeah, that how do you far not production? Yeah. And no one turns around and goes. Uh, according to the rules we set up in this world, this shit doesn't make any sense. Everyone's like, eh, whatever. It'll be no one's gonna notice. Yeah, I don't get that. Uh, yeah, because that one per- one person making a movie, you know, it's a director, writer, and then a million other people. <laughs> uh, whatever. Okay. Uh, let's see. Our next. That's why I feel like every movie should have like a continuity checker. Checker. You would think there would be. You would think. I don't know. I guess. I Especially when there's like multiple just, writers on something. Yeah, I was going to say, you would think the writers would do that. <laughs> Nobody. But then again, I mean. The person com- bringing their coffee was like, I don't think this makes sense. Shut up, intern. <laughs> I was going to say, but then again, comics have editors and they still shit goes through. And they're like, wait, the last issue said something different. How did how did this get approved? 
I mean, but yeah, but there's like three or four people working on any comic at any given time. Maybe five or six if you include all the inkers or whatever. But like for yeah, a so movie, it's a much smaller pool. There's yeah. so many people. You see the credits at the end. <laughs> Hundreds of people. So why did anybody catch it? Yes. Something know. very simple too. But whatever. He, he basically said that they were more concerned about illustrating the fall of Eddie Brock in that six months where he became like a, basically a bum rather than think about how the rules for the symbiotes work as they establish them. Which I'm like, but like writing one on one is to make sure your rules. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, guys, it's an, it's an 89 percent like the audience says for sure. <laughs> um, our next review comes from our last review, Lee Mahi 17. It's a five star review, and the subject is thanks for the recommendations. Uh, I listened to your recommendations, and I watched an episode of One Punch Man, Full Metal Alchemist, and Attack on Titan. I liked all the shows, so I will try to watch them all in both dubbed and subbed. Wait, what? You're going to watch it twice in, in both languages? Dedication. <laughs> I did some of that for, uh, not all of it, but My Hero. I went back because I'm like, I don't have anything to watch. I so you watch, watch it in dub? My Hero, so I watched some of the, yeah, at least some of the first season in dub. I think I'm going to go through all of it. Because season three isn't out yet and dubbed. All Might's voice actor is way too good in Japanese to give that up for It English. is, but I don't, I don't, I don't dislike Christopher Sagat. Yeah. <laughs> I don't dis. It's funny enough, I didn't know he was also the voice of Vegeta, too. I did. I didn't know that. It's kind of, it sounds kind of similar. It does, but it doesn't. Yeah. No, I agree with you. Um, blah, 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 what I was going to say. Uh, I liked all the shows, so I will try to watch them all in both dubbed and subbed so I can get used to reading subs. Oh, there you go. Train those eyes. Thank you, guys, and I would love to give uh, to your Patreon, but I am a broke teenager who really doesn't trust Patreon that much. Don't trust Patreon. Yeah, I'm trust like, don't me. trust me. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to my trustful voice. Trustworthiness. This is the podcast you're looking for today. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, shout out to our people who do like uh, contribute to our Patreon. Actually, speaking of, we got a new $50 Patreon, uh, Ryan Ramirez. So shout out to you, bro. Thank you, Ryan. Yeah. He went plus ultra. ultra yeah. Um, so next month, Which, we're have interestingly to enough, I'm wearing my plus ultra shirt nice. that I got from Jacob. Thank you, Jacob. Yeah, Jacob. Wait for mine. Yeah, I was <laughs> like, "Where's your shirt, bitch?" I didn't get one yet. It's still in the mail. Oh, you didn't get it yet? No. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll take that. <laughs> you take that? Yeah. What does that mean? <laughs> your tears—they taste good. <laughs> All right. So what do you, I'm gonna give you the option since we had only two iTunes reviews. Would you write in the emails, or do you want to say that for before news? Save it. Save it? Yeah. Okay. So then let's get right into the topics of the week. Let's start off with this week's episode of The Flash, season two. The episode was titled, Nora. You're saying you're our daughter? Yep. From the future. Named Nora? After your mother. Kind of stuck here now. Anybody know what to do? My whole life's been out of order. Nora shouldn't be here. Ugh. These computers are even slower than the ones at the Flash Museum. Did you say Flash Museum? Yeah. I've studied everything. This man is hiding in the shadows. You guys beat him. At least you were supposed to. The timeline changed. We need to send her home. But you guys have such a strong connection. In the future, what happens to me? What is that sound? Barry? Who's there? I don't know. If we don't stop this, Central City's gonna be a war zone. Sorry. Nice things don't always go the way you plan them. All right. So, 
after a, I would say, stumbling for The Flash, he was sprinting seasons one and two, three... Uh, he was slowing down. Yeah. Four was a full-on stumble and yeah, fall. He, he broke his leg. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Face first into the fucking concrete. Um, the Thinker was not a good look for The Flash season four. A lot of problems. Yeah, We talked about that at length. If you want to go back and hear us rage about The Flash, go back to some past episodes. <laughs> I don't even want to think about it. It's, it's completely wiped out of my mind. <laughs> That's probably for the best. But The Flash's return, season two, I mean season four, Five is upon us, mm-hmm. and hopefully, going into this, we were hoping. Shut up, Genesis. <laughs> uh, we were hoping that going into the season, it was going to pull an arrow. Where season four is probably the worst season for Arrow, but season five was like a, a resurrection almost. It was. A, it went back to its roots for season one. Yep. And I'm happy to say that I think the Flash is following in the Arrow's footsteps. We, we yeah, we hope at they, least at least for this first episode. At least for this first episode, okay. <laughs> And, I, and trust me, I went to this episode with my arms crossed, ready to be like, this is going to be fucking shit. Like, uh, <laughs> even the first couple of minutes, I was like... Uh. <laughs> the first couple of minutes was just Nora talking to the group. You exactly. Like <laughs> <laughs> You're so jaded. <laughs> and I was just some background for people who don't know about my love for The Flash before season four, unless there's since season three. Um, I used to look forward to The Flash... The way I look forward to My Hero Academia now. Mm-hmm. So to say that I was a Flash fan that has fallen on hard times is an understatement. I'm wearing Flash socks right now. Oh, okay. You're in the spirit. <laughs> yes. Um, so yeah, uh, let's just give our general thoughts about the episode and then get right into spoilers. Uh, for those that don't know the Blurred Vision racism here, I will drop it here. We here at Blurred Vision have a very simple rating system. It goes from poor vision to perfect vision. In the middle, there's passable. And then you have less than passable. And more than possible. Thank you, Catchpon. Um, so yeah, man, what were your feelings about this first episode back into the world of the Flash? First episode back in the world of the Flash. Yes. And the reason I said, like, even the first couple of minutes, I was just like, huh, because the first couple of minutes of the show basically started where last season ended. Yes. So it reminded me <laughs> <laughs> of all the bad things. All the things that I hated. <laughs> and for those that don't know, and you shouldn't be listening to this podcast if you don't, but, you know, this is... this. First episode, and I think most of the season is going to be about um, the the Flash team dealing, or Team Flash dealing with Nora, who is Barry Allen and Iris West's daughter from the future, coming back to the past, potentially screwing things up. Yeah. Um, and we're learning some things about the future that we had not known about until now. Do you think? I don't. I don't know. Do you, you think Nora's going to be there for the whole season? I hope so. Or just the first half, and then she leaves at like the winter break. Mm. I hope she's there the whole season. It makes sense to center the season around her because of some revelations that happened um, toward the end of this episode, especially. And because yeah. they, they've gotten rid of the, uh, the, men, uh, the not the mentor figure, the, uh, the apprentice figure for The Flash. Like the last season was Ralph, unfortunately, which makes no fucking sense. But it was, it was Ralph, <laughs> the elongated man. Should have been Wally. <laughs> yeah, it should have been Wally. But because we know Kid Flash, Key and Lonsdale is not going to be in this season, I would hope that they kind of use that mentor arc for excess. Fix fix past mistakes. Yeah. So, <laughs> so we're going to do a Wally. We're going to try it again. Yeah, try it again. This time with Nora, not yeah. Wally. Yeah. So and it's off to a good start. If they are able to continue this this trend, I think we'll be in good shape. But yeah, but overall... Um, poor Wally, though. <laughs> poor Wally. <laughs> he I'm got like five I liked, lines. I liked, I liked his hair better in this, yes. in this episode. 
A lot better. He's going off on a high note, at least. Yeah. <laughs> a little swoop he had towards the end. Yeah. S-Carl. Yeah, the Superman cut. <laughs> but yeah, but uh, overall... I, I enjoyed I enjoyed the episode. I like I like seeing drunk uh, hangover Cisco <laughs> when he was uh, trying to get over Gypsy. Hopefully they don't go back into that relationship because I was just like it started to get a little too angsty towards the end. Yeah, yeah, I agree. But drunk Cisco was funny. So. Drunk Cisco <laughs> was definitely funny. Um, and another thing that kind of made me cringe like, why does uh, Cecile still have her powers? I thought we were done with that, but those are the only two cringe moments. Uh, but overall, I, I I enjoyed the episode. Like I loved seeing the banter between, like the dynamic between Nora and Barry. Uh, I think they had the, the actors; they had good chemistry together. Um, overall, yeah, for the most part, I enjoyed everything about the episode. The only thing I will say, the villain. Uh, Gridlock was totally, totally unnecessary. I don't think they, I don't think they needed him for this episode. I think the conflict for this episode, they could have saved it between the drama between Nora and and uh, Wally. I mean, Nora and Barry and her not being able to get home. Like, they could have figured out another way to 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 make that. You know, her trying to phase and all that other stuff. They could have figured out another way to do it. Like, isn't I don't, that always the problem with the Flash though? They, they can never say, not like, do a villain of the week. Yeah, the villain of the week thing, I feel like they don't need to have every yeah. episode. Like, it was totally unnecessary. You know what it is? It's like they're not confident in their episodes about the villain of the week in the same way Arrow wasn't confident in its episodes without flashbacks. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. I think That's a problem they both have. Like, the, they they constantly have to distract the audience with something else because they're not confident in the A-plot or whatever they're doing for the most part. Arrow fixed that, though, by the time we got to season five. They definitely did. So, hopefully, Arrow follows. I mean, Flash follows suit. But yeah, but I feel like aside from the weakness of the the villain, which like I said wasn't unnecessary, overall I like the episode. I would give it a more than passable. Okay, um, I am in the same boat. I'm gonna echo the things you said, and add that I really enjoyed this episode. It, it like we kind of mentioned before, it had a lot of callbacks to season one. It had a lot of Easter eggs um, for us as DC fans, like Shway. You know what I mean? Like Batman Beyond throw like uh, references like that. That was fun. Um, the episode did a lot of, it did a good job of setting up plot threads. I think are gonna be paid off this season, uh, particularly Nora's kind of seemingly strained relationship with Iris. Yeah. And the revelation that happens uh, with what happens to Barry in the future. Those are interesting plot lines. That I hope they fully flesh out and don't just like touch upon. I hope those are like full arcs we explore this entire season. I think there's a lot there, and I think if done right. That'll be a much more satisfying mentor apprentice relationship than what we got with Kid Flash and, and Barry, especially. <laughs> Funny enough, I'm like, I feel like Nora and Iris's relationship is how the audience feels with Iris. Right yes, <laughs> no, but that's why it's good. Like, there was literally a moment where I was like, "Did you watch season four of The Flash?" <laughs> it's like Iris, I saw that we are the Flash shit. Yeah, I'm like, not a fan. It's like, we we love you, Iris, but. Eh. Mm. <laughs> we're, we're, we're in a trial period we're in probation right now yeah but they did a good job of like not making her annoying she was a good pillar of support for Barry this episode which I think is the best role for Iris when they do her right mm-hmm. um, I think women can't be more than support roles but you know, I'm saying for her character it makes sense let Excess be the superheroine of the show yeah. not Iris <laughs> we are the Flash Iris not you, yeah, not you. 
Um, but yeah, the weaknesses I would say for sure is Gritlock. Such a throwaway villain. There was no point in him even being there. To the point where when it started, I was like, is this a recurring villain from like last season or something that I don't remember? Because they, they just like drop you right in the middle of the action. Like, yeah. oh, I'm Gritlock. Like, yeah, who? The overhaul mask. Yeah, I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck? What's going on? <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, just the fact that it reminded me of season one in the best ways. I feel like season four tried to do that too with the first episode. They tried to give you some feels, have some like some some I don't know some moments that make you like go oh yeah season one was fun, but this especially because Nora coming back directly tied to Barry's fears about time travel and how it's affected his life and stuff like that. There were some scenes that were genuinely emotional this episode that really got to me. So I was like oh okay episode one much mm-hmm. better. So I'd give it a I give it more than passable too. I wouldn't. I wouldn't say high more than passable. I think I would stay middle of the road more than passable. Um, so let's just jump right into spoilers and talk about this episode. Um, particularly, I want to talk about the the fact that we learn about what happens after the Flash goes missing newspaper headline. Mm-hmm. They finally they 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 showed that since season one, and they never yeah. really talked about it. So yeah, I will finally. And you think that'd be a big topic of discussion? Like, hey, bro, uh, you disappear. And like, granted, in this episode, you kind of figure out, like, oh, maybe he didn't really know how long he was gone. Maybe he assumed it was only for, like, a couple months, maybe? Any amount of time is too much for me. Yeah, it's not <laughs> like they didn't know about it. They yeah. knew about that, that that article. Yeah, they're more concerned with Iris's name disappearing yeah. than the fact that he disappears. <laughs> I'm like, oh, uh, but he yeah, leaves, bro. Probably like, should talk about both. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but so this episode's revealed that he never comes he back. He never comes back, yeah. And that coming after the really heartfelt conversation that Iris and Barry had about Barry feeling like he was always missing. Like he, he missed all of Nora's first or b- because I, I, I honestly, I felt like, you know, like that. I don't like, I felt like his reasoning was weak. Why? Cause I feel like time travel is kind of traumatic for him at this point. It is. But at the same time, when Iris was asking him why he didn't want Nora to be there, it's like, because I feel like I've missed all the first. And it's like, you realize she's from the future, right? So you still can have, see the first time she's born. And all, like, oh, no, none no, of that Iris, happened yet. So. But Iris was your voice. Iris told him that. And like, he, he understood. Well, no, I get Iris told him that, but I feel like, I was like, his reasoning, I felt like was weak. Well, I saw it as him being emotional, like a traumatic reaction to being faced with the fact that and he kind of explained it where he felt like his life has been out of order. So I kind of, I understood where it was coming. I didn't agree with this. I'm with you. I think it was kind of weak reasoning when it was like, when he first brought it up. But that conversation coupled with the revelation that he won't get to see any of that stuff. And then Nor telling him like, you know, I guess sometimes plans don't work out the way like you, you want them to. And that kind of being an echo of what he was telling Iris, mm-hmm. that got me. I was like, "Oh fuck, man, your life is hard. <laughs> you don't get no breaks. No, <laughs> like what's up? Your parent, both your parents get killed. Like you, you fuck up your world by trying to save them. And then when you think life is going good, when you finally get the girl that you've been trying to get since you were a fucking kid, turns out you don't even get to raise the child that you have with her. No, you disappear forever. So when he teared up, I was like, oh, Barry, no, <laughs> my sweet baby boy, Barry." <laughs> so that was effective for me. And the fact that before that you got the 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 slow tension build that you could tell that Nora wasn't telling them the full story, especially when it comes to Iris. So what are your thoughts? I mean both of them. Like you could tell Oh yeah. You could tell something happens to Barry because the way she was so attached to him. The way she hugged him before they tried to 
run back in time or yeah. run forward in time. And the way she kind of dismissed Iris, she dismissed Iris like, it's fine, mom. We're, we're, we're together all the time. And then she immediately hugged Barry. And you see Iris' face like, this bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but she didn't, like, but Iris, and I hope she do this, she might do it later in the season. But I was happy that she didn't vocalize what you could see in her face, which was like, the fuck is that? Like, you know what I mean? I feel like Iris season four would have. Iris season four, instead of that conversation between it being about Barry and his his feelings about it, it would have been about Iris. Why doesn't she like me? Exactly. Yes. That would have totally been a season four conversation as opposed to what happened in this episode. So they might do it later, but as of right now, I'm like, I'm glad they're they're kind of like biding their time with that conversation. Um, I'm also glad in the first episode, Barry didn't tell her. Oh yes, that, that he dies. Yeah, and doesn't or doesn't come back rather. Um, but then it raises the question. I want to get your opinion on it. What do you think? Why do you think Nora has that strange relationship with Iris? Do you think it's purely because after the bear disappears, Iris just becomes a shitty mom? Like she's not there for her Nora? Like she's, that's what I think. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, she never she never fully recovers. From she's so focused on trying to figure out a way to get him to come back. Oh shit! She becomes emo Barry from the from the yeah the future the other future where Iris dies. Yeah, so it's the opposite. That's what I think. Okay, I can see that. Which is like fuck, man. Poor Iris. She's more <laughs> she's more focused on trying to figure out a way to get him to come back than she is focused on raising her daughter. Like, even her nickname seems kind of like mean. Excess. Yeah, excess. Like you do too much, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Calm down. <laughs> yeah, it's like, damn, mom. Like, do you love me? <laughs> so I'm actually genuinely interested to see how the relationship kind of like unfolds and builds or changes or whatever happens. So I think they good, did a good job this episode setting up those seeds for the season because I'm genuinely interested again. Yeah, I am too. Well, the only thing though, like, <laughs> I am too, whatever. <laughs> why not? Because I'm just like, the only thing though, I feel like uh, Nora's supposed to be older at this point than both Barry is that is that established? I mean, at least well, at least the actress. I know the actress is older. So that's what I was just assuming because it said twenty five years later. So I'm assuming she comes from that twenty five years later timeline that she's older. Wait, what was the date for the? It was twenty twenty four. Yeah, what was when he date? disappears. Yeah, and she said she was born a couple months ago. Yeah, or no, no, no she said ago. she was born a few years before. So I say she was like two or three. So then twenty five years later, I would say. Maybe she's twenty nine ish. So she's the same age. I think Barry and Iris. I think Barry's to be... like twenty five. In the show. Yeah. I thought he was supposed to be like late thirties. Or not like late twenties at this point. I don't know. I thought he started the show around twenty five, like mid twenties, and now he's probably like around close to thirty, twenty nine. That, that's really the age comic book characters stay at twenty nine. <laughs> if you're not or, Batman or Superman, or not like 30, 30, 30, 32, 33. That's as old as you get. That's and as old you as freeze. That's then. as old as you get. Yeah. yeah. Um, They'll age you up, but then that's it. Yeah. Well, Mister Fantastic and like Magneto and them, they're older, but then they stay like. Yeah, they're established at that age. And they stay change. in their fifties. Like the Holocaust is almost a hundred years ago. But yeah. <laughs> How old are you, Eric? Yeah. Um, I was gonna say. Uh, Nora like, age. Yeah, Nora and age twenty five. So I guess she's around the same age as them. I, if you if I had to guess, I thought she was younger. Like the actress too. She in the face, she looks young to me. She looks yeah. That's I thought she was younger, but then looked up. The actress is actually older than them. Yeah, so. and she does a really good job of kind of mimicking Barry's bubbliness of season one almost. Mm-hmm. So like I could I totally believe like you know a, a woman that's like the same age as them it could very easily be like I don't fucking believe this is their daughter at all. But I could see it. Like they did a good job of casting her. Yeah. I think yeah. 
But I was going to say, like, considering that she is older than them, but that she acts so young, I was... <laughs> So part of me, I guess, I guess because of, uh, oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. I just kicked the, kicked the mic. But yeah, behind the scenes stuff. I was just like, I wonder what, what the, the decision behind that is. Like why from a behind the scenes standpoint. Why what? You're smile older? Like if she, if she is older than them, why she seems so much younger. Uh, maybe she's been, she's been, uh. Stunted, <laughs> uh, no father. And then figure. also, I was just like, because I was just like, she's so much older than them. Why is she making so many mistakes of telling them this is what happens in the future? This is what happens in the future. That's the thing I was thinking about. I mean, it's, I mean, maybe, but you don't know what her relationship like with her mom is. Like she says, she grew up with her, but like, is Iris involved with her life to be telling her? Like, it seems like she's had no mentor figure to teach her anything about her powers. It was like, where's Kid Flash? <laughs> yeah, I mean, she, maybe not. Where, where's Jay Garrick? <laughs> I mean, she had to, she, she, I guess, my, my, well, she says she learned everything from the Flash Museum. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But I'm like, even from that, shouldn't you know stuff about not trying to fuck up the timeline too much? No, like, man. She's a child of Barry she, Allen. She's just like, this, this is everything that happens. <laughs> she's a child of Barry <laughs> Allen. I like that little Easter egg or spoiler for the future of the season with the Killer Shock versus Gorilla Grodd fight. Yeah, spoiler like, alert. Spoiler alert. <laughs> I was like, oh, I want to see that. Yeah. Um, it's jumping to the end. When they get to the you know New 52, issue number one, phasing the plane through the bridge. I saw it coming. But I think it was, it was handled pretty well, especially when... And this is why... Maybe, mm. ah, it's not pure vision, but never mind. I want to give it a high word passable because I actually did not remember how emotional I felt when Barry started recounting the speech Harrison Wells Eobar word gave him. Word for word. Word for word. Almost word for word. Pretty damn close. But I'm like, oh, the f- season one feelings. <laughs> it feels so good. But Barry finally doing what we wanted him to do since like season two? become a mentor figure finally yeah, yeah and like him actually taking lessons he's learned and applying them and the fact that we got to like see into his mind as he was doing that it did more for me to make me feel like barry's learned shit in like that one moment than all of season four like that's crazy to me yeah season four he ain't learned shit he ain't learned fucking nothing no. <laughs> he was trash as it four. even though they kept advertising he's so much he's so much wiser no no it just told me it ain't show me this showed me and, like, of course, as soon as Nora tells you that she hasn't learned how to phase, I'm like, well, you got to learn today. <laughs> Conveniently, oh, plane falling out of the sky. Better yeah. phase that. <laughs> um, and luckily, I guess Kid Flash was there to help them do it. But it was inconsequential. It was, like, his, he didn't have to His be presence there. there was inconsequential. He literally had five lines the entire episode. Like, I want to know what it feels like to be Keen Lazio looking at the script and going, like, why did they hate me? <laughs> like, I, don't I feel like that's pro- probably part of the reason why he left. I mean, it has to be, but like they've made him just an afterthought to the point where I, I don't know what's gonna happen to his character, but don't send him into limbo. I, I'd rather him just die, like have his death be meaningful. I know you joked before, no one's gonna care, but <laughs> at least then it it feels like the stakes are raised. Like yeah, I don't know, just me. Yeah, no, I I agree with that, especially since he's it'll fuck up Joe. Especially since everybody Iris. already knows he's leaving. Yeah. I mean, just, I don't know. That, that to me, would make this season a lot better. And at least send his character out. And have him go out like a hero. You know, don't have him just die like a bitch. But I was like, he probably will. Yeah. <laughs> he trips. Oh, no, I'm stabbed. Yeah, where's Wally? Oh, he got killed in the back. Yeah, off screen. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, that's, that, they would do Wally <laughs> like that. Kill him off screen. Oh, no. 
But I mean, at least he was there to kind of help pass the baton from, you know, Flash Apprentice to Flash Apprentice. Whatever. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and then you get a little tease. And this is why it feels just like um, Arrow Season 5. I mean, you get the callbacks to Season 1 of the show. The tone goes back to Season 1 of the show. And at the same time, you get a hooded mystery figure. Yeah, I also didn't like the ending either. Uh, The reveal of... What's his name? Cicada. Cicada? Cicada? Yeah. Why? You didn't like the costume? Not even just that, but like... I'm confused about what his powers are. Like, I thought he was the guy with the dagger, but it seemed like he was super-powered. It did. Like, he was shooting lightning blasts, and... I mean, you don't even see what he does. You just see, like, the lightning you, dagger come down at the sky, yeah, hit you the hear, ground. You hear the commotion off-camera, off which reminded me of, like, Heroes Season 1, with Siler. <laughs> Siler and Peter finally fights, but you can't show it. Yeah. Don't look at this door! All the action is too high-budget for us to show! Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. That's what that reminded me of. Oh, that was the worst moment of Heroes. <laughs> but yeah, just just his introduction, I was like, it, it it just didn't feel organic. It felt like they had to force, just like, guys, this is our season villain. Let's have him show up. I'm like, it felt too forced to me. Like, I didn't need it. I, I mean, know. it was a complete, like, and it was out of nowhere. Of Prometheus. Isn't that exactly how Prometheus was introduced? Somebody was being taken away, a villain that they beat that episode. I don't, in rem- a, I don't remember. I'm pretty sure. And then I thought, I thought, oh, yeah, yeah, because it's, and he, then I he thought, the little stars, the, the police guys, and then I think he kills the guy. I don't remember. But then also, I thought his thing was killing the people that Barry saved, not his villains. Oh, wait, Prometheus? No, Cicada. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah, that's, I mean, in the comic, that's what I read. He's like, I want to kill everything. I'm like, Okay. Maybe he's going to kill everybody that's crossed paths with the Flash. Maybe he hates metahumans in this. Maybe that's his thing. Maybe he's not a metahuman, but he hates the everybody who's been turned into a metahuman. I don't know. That'd be interesting. That'd be kind of interesting. I don't like it. <laughs> yeah, it was kind of weak. What made, what made that moment weak for me, I think the setup was good. The tension of the reveal was good. But for me, when the reveal was just like literally a guy in a hoodie, like... There was not. It wasn't even a costume. And I get in the comic, he doesn't have a costume either. It's just a guy in a hoodie. But the way he's drawn, because he's like an old man or something, mm-hmm. it looks more intimidating than like... He looked kind of like... Um, what's, that, what's that video game? Watch Dogs? The one with the hacking? Oh, yeah. The hacking gang? Yeah, just a dude with a normal hoodie. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. The lightning dagger was cool, but the reveal of just a dude with the modulator, I'm like... You gotta do better than that. Like, give, give me a at least make the hood, hoodie tattered or something. It was all clean. Like, you just speaking got it from like H&M. speaking of do better, <laughs> gotta do better than that. We didn't talk about his super suit. <laughs> oh, how could I? Forget? And he even said, "This is a super suit, uh, not with that cow." <laughs> yeah, Cisco's like, "Oh man, yeah, it's fucking amazing." Yeah, no, it's not. <laughs> I'm like, when everybody else in the show has to like confirm that it's really great, that shows you that you're trying to convince the audience. Yeah, that. It still looks bad. <laughs> I mean, I'll say this. The color grading makes it look better. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like. The, I don't know. I like how it's much redder. Yeah. And, and the show like, looks better than the set pictures. Yeah, as opposed to like beige. and. But that hood. Yeah, that hood. That is, cow. It's too much of his cheeks are out or his, in his chin. like. And his forehead looks. It's it's literally a bigger cow in the top. Like if you look at the, the shape of the cow, it it's bigger. But yeah, the top of the head is like bulbous. <laughs> it looks like a light bulb. It looks like Bulbasaur. <laughs> Bulbasaur. Bulbasaur. Yeah. And just the, like the reasoning for even having that suit. 
Like every suit just coincidentally gets torn to shreds. Like I, I only remember remember that the season four costume got destroyed at the end of that season. But like whenever the suits get destroyed, other times they just have another one. Yeah, they just have another one on standby. But now it's like they only have one one copy. They ran out of money. I don't know. What the fuck? <laughs> Flash rings cool, but Cisco ran out of fabric. The trade off for the pajamas. It looks like pajamas. Like it's not worth it for me. <laughs> And then it raises questions because, like, then why? You gotta have the future technology of the ring. Yeah, you could have put the other suit. But then it's like he automatically knew how to use it. She's like, I have a new suit, and she gives him a ring. He automatically saw the ring. Automatically knows what it is. He automatically knows how to use it. I mean, I don't know what the where the trigger is on it, but like, you just point your hand. (laughs) But I mean, like, you know, I I guess because he saw the Reverse Flash use it in the same way, season one. But it's like, he could fit leather in there. How come you can't fit your leather suit in there? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. That's it's cool. like, this is a super suit. No. No. It's not, though. <laughs> I'm sorry. Season 4 suit looked way better than me. And uh, Frozone wants his phrase back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Where's my super suit? Um, All right. Anything else you want to talk about for, for The Flash? Mm, trying to think. I think that was basically it. It's kind of funny that Joe has a secret room. <laughs> the nut. First of all, is a room no one ever knew about? Yeah. How's you, there a room in that place? Which, yeah, I was like, conveniently, though. That no one's ever been to. No and one. all the times that they've, like, how many years have they been there? How many metahumans have broken in? Yeah, as many times the Flash has zoomed around that place looking for. So Thawne has been hiding in that place. The whole, like, he he should have been hiding there the whole yeah. time. <laughs> yeah, in the lounge. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Forget the secret time chamber. <laughs> Joe's just like, oh, I've been sleeping here since the beginning. Oh, speaking of Joe, the fact that Cecile still has fucking powers. I said that already. Wait, you said that? Yes, I said that's one of my cringe things in this episode. Oh, I missed that. But yeah, that was... <laughs> why? Why give her... I thought we were getting rid of that. Why is she still important? Why is she more important than Wally? <laughs> and she can read a baby's mind, which I'm like... Do babies have thoughts? Yeah, babies have thoughts. Babies don't have coherent thoughts. <laughs> no, they don't. It was like food, 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 food. I don't know. It's stupid. Why did just make it? It's just a way to keep it relevant. But why keep it relevant? Because uh, they're getting rid of Wally. <laughs> so you need her? Yes. <laughs> That's a damn Maybe shame. You need, just, you need to justify why she's still there. Because remember, I mentioned she goes to Supergirl. Oh yeah. She right. talked about that. I. Yeah, I did a whole episode of Supergirl. Clearly, Supergirl's in need yeah, of somebody she, with she psychic does, powers. She needs somebody that's a telepath because Martian Manhunter can't do it. Yeah, <laughs> wait a second. Oh, fuck this. Well, but but we don't know if he's still around. I remember he left at the end of the season. So what? I agree with she you. She knows other telepaths. I agree with you. What I'm about just that, saying. What happened to that girl that makes that face? <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember that girl, but the face she makes hilarious. You don't remember the girl? She was giving her, like, the face. <laughs> no. Like, she gave her her, her side blast. Oh, wait. Yes. Okay. I do remember the inconsequential change. Yeah. Um, all right. Let's move on. Let's get into this week's episode of the Black Lightning. The episode was titled Rise of the Green Light Babies. No, it was called The Book of Consequences, Rise of the Green <laughs> You want the whole title in there? Yes. <laughs> you have to give the whole title. It's like a chocolate I'm quest. like, what the fuck? You got to the whole thing. Long-ass titles. You're gonna feel good when all that energy is coursing through your body. I don't want to have powers. I don't want to save the world. I suggest you find another line of work. You have a suit and powers, and we're helpless. Tobias, Khalil, Cyanide—they're gonna keep coming. Tobias Whale wants to talk to you about that briefcase. What's in the briefcase? 
hell. The system? The system is rigged. Black Lightning, Thunder will always fight for justice. What's happening to this family? It's not normal. This is not the life I wanted for you. Well, my life's mission to track down all the people you love. Checkmate. Who are you? Words. Time to die. Okay. Yeah, I don't know what's up with Black Lightning and like the the book of dot 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 like biblical thing. They're like they're still, they're still go- they've been doing that since season one. They're still going, but now they're like the title's getting so long. Book of Consequences. Rise of the Green Light Babies. It's All like right. okay. All right. Hey, uh, what's what's his name? Tok Tokoyami. <laughs> um. What's gonna say? I mean, I mean, I'm be honest with you. I barely remember this episode. The thing I remember the most was the fact that it's revealed to the detective dude that Jefferson's Black Lightning. And the fact that he has to take off his little ass tiny like eye mask. And that's the that's the way you knew? Yeah, he's like, oh shit, now I can yeah, see I it. Yeah, I can see it. I'm like, dude. He's like his I, best friend. How I, do felt, you- I felt the same way. I was like, really? What the fuck? But, I mean, it's. A- I was like, but that's the problem with like DC show. I mean, Supergirl isn't wearing a mask, and yeah, yeah, I know, but still, I, I guess maybe like, because it's and more he's like, who is world. Thunder? Is it Lynn? I'm like, really? Come on, come on bro. Come on, bro. <laughs> 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 I was looking at him like, really, dude, really. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's a continuation from last season. The the test tube green light babies are being uh held captive or whatever and Lynn's trying to get custody of them to do research or whatever but is it the government that wants to I think push it's the, I think it's the government okay um meanwhile lightning is discovering her powers more uh, and more well her power she, she knows I about mean, she her already power, knew but but like they're now they're becoming dangerous like yeah. they're, they're manifesting because her, her, in the comics she's got full lightning body abilities and that's mm-hmm. kind of she's floating in her sleep like Smallville status. <laughs> um, she's hitting Lynn, her mother, with lightning by accident because she's like, you know, just not, not in control of her abilities. Um, what else happened this episode? Um, the vice principal is on the run. I guess she's trying to turn coat. I guess, oh, that's ASA. right. Because, yes, and Jefferson now knows that she's like a super assassin chick or whatever the heck. Yeah. And she I went, like that fight scene that she had with the- and the white uh, chick? With the, yeah. With the robot girl. And they, all right. I didn't think they were gonna, she was going to kill her. Yeah, I didn't think she was going to kill her I'm either. Like, oh, shit. Okay. Yeah, they stabbed her in the neck. I was like, oh, that was, uh, shit. What's, her, that's, um, what's his face's main chick, right? Yeah. His second in command. What, what's his name? Uh, Tobias Whale. Tobias Whale. And at the end, she tries to kill Tobias herself. And shoots the fuck out of her with that harpoon. Yeah, man. I'm like, <laughs> come on, girl. <laughs> that's like his main thing. Like, I don't know. Jump to the side. Dodge. Do something. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean... I don't know. Is there anything else that happened? I'm trying to remember the episode we're talking, but I'm kind of blanking on it. It was just uh, about the green light babies, and then the school was getting shut down. Yes, yes. And, I'm, and it was good to see a Robert Townsend cameo. I know you probably don't know who that is. Who? <laughs> Robert Townsend, the guy that was talking to him. Uh, that he he worked for the school. He was the older guy. He's like, we've been friends for years, and you acting like a. The HNIC and all the others. The one that was basically talking, chastising oh, him. Oh, yes. That's Meteor Man. Holy fuck. Yeah. Oh, shit. Now that you say it, yeah. I thought he looked familiar. Wow, I've not seen him in anything in forever. It's been a while. Yeah. 
Meteor Man. <laughs> he's like, I won't get in this Black Hero thing. Yeah, I've been a Black I mean, Hero. He's been in other stuff, but I feel like that's the most prominent thing you would know him from. Interesting side note, Meteor Man actually scared me as a kid. How? The scene where the meteor chases him down the street, and then when it hits him, it like absorbs into his skin. Oh, you and then body yeah, body invasion. <laughs> and then, but then you see his hand, and it's like all like irradiated and shit and weird. Well, that's what happens when you get hit by an irradiated meteor. Well, it fucked me up, all right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. The only other thing I remember from that movie is at the end where he fights the the main gangster, and they touch like a boombox and start like dancing or whatever. <laughs> yeah, they touch a book. Was it a book? Yeah, because he. If you t- if he touched books, he absorbs everything from the book. So was it a book they touched to start dancing? Because I remember like a dance battle. Yeah, it was like a, a before dan- Guardians of the they, Galaxy. They yeah, they touched <laughs> they, they they touched like a dancing book. James Gunn stole it from Meteor Man. <laughs> Wait a second. Yeah, they touched like a dancing book and they started dancing. Yeah, it's literally how like the final battle happened. Wow. Hmm, James Gunn's a thief. <laughs> he is. Um. And I mean, it's kind of like a. If you haven't seen Meteor Man, go see Meteor Man. It, it, it probably hasn't aged well. <laughs> I mean, it came out in the 90s. Exactly. So it definitely hasn't aged well. A lot of 90s stuff is like. It's probably like steel quality. Yeah, it's very 90s. But they do have like that weird. Kind of like a. See, they say green light babies. I immediately thought bang babies. That, I was going to say, they stole that from from, from uh, Milestone with yeah. bang babies. Okay, so it's not just me. I was like, like bang babies? And the same kind of like anti bang baby sentiment rising where like um lightning's friend is like oh i i can't trust any bang babies or or green light babies babies, they're freaks they're the worst right and she's you know of course the person that's going through those changes to be like yeah totally the worst (laughs) one of those tropes um i mean i mean overall what would i rate this episode for me i didn't really feel that much about this episode like I don't know if that makes me, oh, it's too black. I was just, I was just about to say. <laughs> I don't know. You don't even remember it. Yeah, I know. So I'm like, I don't, and high passable, I guess. My trash for that? I thought Flash is better than Black Lightning. No, I thought, I, th- I liked, I liked the Flash better than Black Lightning, but no. I also liked this episode more than you did. Okay. <laughs> so, but my rating is not that far from yours. I would give it a little more than passable. Okay. All right. So. I'm not that anti-black or whatever. You are. <laughs> oh, it's too black. Like, because I at least remembered what happened. That's why I didn't watch it. Like, I was just like, I, it came up after the flash. I was just like, oh, it's too black. Trash. <laughs> Ran outside. It was dark out. Oh, it's too black. <laughs> I just passed out. Trash. Uh, yeah. But I, th- I, I thought it was weird that little boy that got that got killed in the beginning of the episode, and then he somehow resurrected. And then his mother was like, I was, oh, yeah. I was happy you were dead. So I'm like, does he have like a truth power? Because it happened like literally right. His face started glowing. That's right. And she then started saying, she started, I was hoping you were, I wish you were dead. I it was, was easier. I, yeah, than it was dead. easier. And then she's like, I don't, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to say that. So I'm thinking, mm. obviously, that's going to come into play later on. That's pretty topical. Because it's like, like, oh, a tr- they kill, like a kill the black kid. Type power. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they killed him the way they killed uh, Eric Gardner. Like they choked him out and then he ended up dying. Mm-hmm. So that was pretty topical. I thought that was that was good to put in there. I mean, they're pretty. They are pretty topical. Yeah, and, Black Lightning's good about that. And, and, and surprisingly, like I was, they started talking about erectile dysfunction <laughs> in this episode. I was Wait, like, when when uh when uh Lynn and uh Jefferson went in the bed, and they started talking about uh how his powers started acting up, and she was like, well, usually when you uh people get 
men get of a certain age, you know, and they start getting stressed, they start experiencing erectile dysfunction. So maybe the reason you started losing your powers wasn't because your suit was messed up. It's maybe because you're you're going through the metahuman version of erectile dysfunction. Oh shit! Like, I do not well, remember. Well, there's a way we could test that out right now. <laughs> hey, bitch! What some of these electric impulses? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, they're talking about this on a CW show. Like, <laughs> hey, man, it's a real thing. It's more common than you think, Michael. Some about one in five men or something. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not saying. What do you do? You have stories? Huh? <laughs> Who said that? Who said that? <laughs> what have you heard? <laughs> I want names. Yeah, I know things. <laughs> but yeah, I'm not saying that it's not common. I'm just the, the fact that they even brought it up on a superhero show, especially on CW. Yeah. But and I mean, they even said nigger on... Wait, they did? Yeah. Robert Townsend. You don't know anything about this episode. Oh, no, man. <laughs> I'm telling you, I don't remember. So I was surprised they even said that. I don't... Oh, he said it. Uh, Robert Townsend's character. Yeah, he was like, uh, you treat me like... What are, you, what are you trying to call me? A house nigger? I was like, whoa. Oh, right. I do remember the I conversation. I was like, whoa. <laughs> yes. I remember thinking that reminding me of the I'm Kanye surprised West. they let them say that. Call him, call him Kanye West. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I heard about that, but I didn't watch it. The Trump rant? Yeah. Yeah. You should check it out. On Saturday Night Live? It's set. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no, 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 not that. No. Like, he, he went to Trump. Oh, yeah. I, yeah, I saw that, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he actually went to the White House and had a yeah, sit-down meeting. Yeah, he went meeting. to the White House, yeah. I know about it. I didn't watch it or whatever. I used to like Kanye West. Now he's a lot of a lot of us did. But but when you see him and Trump talking, and you relate more with Trump because you're like, what the fuck is this dude talking about? Like it's not okay that Kanye West can out crazy Trump. Okay, that's not okay. <laughs> I, saw, I saw I saw somebody say basically. Kanye West never recovered. I don't know how we got on this topic from Black Lightning, but they said <laughs> they said Kanye West never recovered from his mother dying. Once you can track his level of crazy from when his mother died. Oh yeah, no, I could. I, I and can, that's when I can see that. It started. was like a thing where it, it, that she was his ground, like it grounded him, and without that, then she's lost in the Kardashian world and all that shit's going on. He's whatever. I love you, Kanye. You're not listening to this podcast, but <laughs> or is he? <laughs> Join our Patreon. Yeah, word. You get you get a four plus ultra tier. Yeah. Beyond. Exactly. All right. Well, let's get into something else that's a little controversial. Let's talk about the season premiere of Titans, and the episode was titled Titans. <laughs> Are you sure it's him? We called Gotham PD. He hasn't been seen for over a year. What was that? Disappeared, they said. They thought he might be dead. Why come here? Why Detroit? The weather. Where's Batman? Hey, little birdie's alone. Let's just hope the hell he's passing through. I'm Detective Dick Grayson. You want to talk about what happened? Can you help me? Mom. Rachel, that's what she calls you. There's something inside of me. Something evil. Nothing bad's gonna happen to you, don't worry. Taking care of a kid is complicated. You know that better than anyone. And I know how healing it must be doing what Bruce did for you when you lost your parents. 
What happened between you and Bruce? Guess we had different ideas of how to do the job. We're gonna go see some old friends of mine. Ta-da! <laughs> Rachel, I like your hair. Cool. Call me Corey. What do you want from me? I've been looking for you. There are people out there trying to hurt you. Total balance. I feel danger. There you are, dear. What are you doing? We all must make sacrifices, child. Uh, go T Titans, go go, go T Titans, go go, go T Titans. No, see that's a fun thing. <laughs> There's no fun to be had in this. I thing. can't smile. <laughs> I just I've, I've never realized how sad I was. <laughs> and that's basically an amalgamation of this episode. Okay, here's the thing. They, they said Venom was like a throwback to 2000 era superhero movies. I feel like Titans is in the same vein, only because we got to the point. In superhero media that I feel like studios and executives and directors and writers have gotten more comfortable with actually paying homage to the source material. Like Things might not be 100% one-to-one accurate to the comics, but for the most part, the best superhero uh, incarnations, that's not what I'm looking for, adaptate, the best superhero adaptations um, do a good job of using the comics as source material for creating whatever story they're trying to tell. Sometimes they'll lift directly from arcs. Sometimes they'll lift directly from particular storylines. But Titans is more like those old school shows and or movies where they take the the basic premise, but basically change everything about the characters, their origins, how they meet, everything. Well, not even just that. You say Titans, but it's just the DC... EU type granted I know this isn't the DCEU but just that the live action DC shows aside from the CW stuff they all try to well the worst they, of it they does. all do that no like Wonder Woman didn't well really. no not Wonder Woman but and Man of Steel but that's like the one well Man of Steel also to and but see but I think the worst versions of the DCEU does this where it's like even Man of Steel to some extent was lifting from like old Superman stories where like the the fact that um I forgot what, what comic is from but superman being uh, krypton krypton being a world of no childbirths that's actually from the comics like a lot of that is from comics different comic iterations yeah but even with man is still i'm just talking about like the darkness and like the lighting okay, and yeah. everything is, <laughs> everything is gray washed and yeah. nobody smiles yeah like I don't have an issue with there's that. There's no there's no sunlight. Yeah, in a, every in a Superman <laughs> movie, even though he gets his powers from the sun, everything's like blue washed. Yeah, and everything's like dark blue, even when it's daytime out. Everything's every day is cloudy. <laughs> um, but I'm and going, I get and I get like for Detroit that work because it's that's kind of how it is in Detroit, but still. <laughs> I mean, it's everything though. I mean, I'm I'm mostly basing this on the fact that the origins for. St- from what we know so far in this pilot episode, like Starfire and especially Raven, like those don't like those aren't the comic uh, origins for those characters. Especially how they introduced Starfire, like the especially Raven. How they introduced Starfire, the Raven stuff. I was like, wait, she was never a person that grew up in the suburbs. But then reveal like, oh wait, no, actually, the person you thought was your mom isn't really your mom, and like, what's going on there? So it's like, okay, maybe they can tie it back to the the Azeroth 
origins of her character and stuff like that. Because raised by monks in another world, and then she came to Earth. Mm-hmm. Not at all what's kind of going on. She kind of was raised on Earth, seemingly, named Rachel. What's her name in the real world? Is, it, is her name Rachel in the her comics? Her name's Rachel. Okay. Rachel Roth. Okay. Raven um, is her superhero name. Okay. Um, but like Starfire's origin, seemingly she's got amnesia and she's... Which I said, didn't I say it, they were going to do that? Did you say that? I said it looks like they're going to make Starfire... And that's why they don't do the final reveal until the end of the season because she doesn't know who she is. But then it's like... That's how they're making it seem... Because based on the trailer, when she was like looking at her hands, uh, and I was like, yeah, I feel like... okay. But she's an alien. Like, why is she going undercover in like a Russian mob and That's getting the mystery? Because and, now she doesn't even know. Cause she killed everybody. Like, what? What was that setup? Like, that was. We're getting right to the plot. But I mean, just that's my major criticism for the show. Like, I actually, for the most part, enjoyed the pilot because I was able to kind of disconnect how I feel about the Titans outside of the show. Because it ain't like Go to Titans Go. It ain't the animated Titan show. It's not even the comic Titan show. It's definitely its own thing. Um, but it loses something in translation because you're divorcing how you feel about the characters that you know to kind of like jump into this world. And this world is fucked up. <laughs> so they get like the star. I, I liked everything until they got the Starfire because I was like, this seems like a complete departure from the Starfire I know to the point where. I'm like, I don't even care to see this Starfire interact with Dick Grayson. Like, because you give her amnesia, I'm like, she's not even acting like a Starfire, like the Starfire I know from the comics or shows or whatever. She's completely different. So it's like your Starfire name only to me. And like, I I wanted to believe we were past that when it comes to comic book adaptations. Like, I'm all for doing like your own twist on stories and stuff like that. I'm all for Elseworlds. But... I also want to see the characters I know brought to life in live action too. And because we've never gotten that from the Titans, it's like, why do they, people who make these shows feel like people would rather see this kind of take on it rather than a more faithful adaptation of the actual source material? Like, why is that? Uh-huh. Why do they think like, no, no, people want darkness. I'm like, where'd you learn that lesson from? Like, I don't understand where that's coming from. I think it ain't well, DCU success. I'm going to tell you that. No, it's not. And that's the thing. <laughs> And that's the thing I'm like, I don't get. Like, why? Because it seems like it's only D- the DC universe. Because even, and, but, but it's like, it's not like DC doesn't, isn't aware of it because they even made a joke about that during the Harley Quinn teaser. Yeah. Like, oh, I thought was this show was supposed to be when Harley Quinn was like, yeah, this show is going to be light and fun. And Poison Ivy was like, I thought it was supposed to be dark and depressing, you know, like a DC thing. <laughs> so it's like, they're obviously aware of it. Yeah. So. I felt like that was something they were going to go away from. Like, you think about what Justice League tried to do. They tried to make it seem like, oh, everything's gonna, everything's getting better now. Hey, the, this is the Superman we like. Hey, Batman's making jokes. Hey, you like that, right? No. And, <laughs> like, the Aquaman trailer. Like, there's colors in the Aquaman trailer. Like, yeah. it looks more, you know, lighthearted. It looks like Throne of Atlantis. Yeah, it looks more lighthearted. And you think of Shazam, more lighthearted and comedic. Yeah. So you would think that's the way they were, they're they're trying to go now, but when it comes to Titans, it's but like especially let's go Titans. right back to the Batman v Superman. But Titans lends itself even better to like that lighthearted nature. It does, but I'm saying my point is yeah. like you look at it, it's like have you learned nothing? nothing? <laughs> <laughs> you know nothing, DC. <laughs> so it's I I don't get it. Like Robin doesn't smile at all. 
No. But I think the stuff with with Dick Grayson and the flashbacks to his past and the teases of Bruce Wayne and that whole thing is the most intriguing part of the show so far. Definitely. I mean... But the fact that we know, based on your news stories, that the reason they separated is because Dick Grayson doesn't want to kill like Batman apparently does. It's like, I don't, I don't like that. I don't like that at all. <laughs> it's not Batman. No. So like, it's already kind of like shot itself in the foot in that way. And I get it because they want it to be dark and they want a Robin that would brutalize people, but they also want to have a distinction. If Robin brutalizes people, then why does he have an issue with Batman? I mean, Batman has to be even more extreme than that, which the only elevation past brutalizing somebody to the point where you're breaking necks and, and what do you do? He, he drags yeah, someone's, someone's face across that, glass. That hurt my face when I was watching it. Oh, like, that's fucking brutal dog. The only way to elevate past that is the, and has to be a killer. he drags somebody's face across glass and he drags somebody's face acro- across a brick concrete. Yes. Fuck Batman. <laughs> and yeah, he said the reason we had to leave Gotham when he was talking to that other detective woman was that he didn't want to become more. It was becoming too much like Batman. But it's like you're still kind of on that. Yeah, bro. You're you're not even around him yeah. anymore and you're just cutting people's faces up like the Joker, dude. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, I, I don't know, but. Dis- despite the darkness of it and I'm like this is not Teen Titan well I guess they're not teens but still no, I'm just Titans like, motherfucker not even ti- it's not even Titans I was just like alright just throw that out the way based on what I saw just judging the episode for itself yeah. based on what they're gonna give it, I'm like so if this is what you're gonna give me I'll judge it for that I enjoyed what I got uh, there were a lot of critics that were saying that they didn't like it. Uh, well, I, I would say it's more mixed. Yeah, I've seen mixed in, ter- in terms of critic critical ratings. It's more mixed, but I, I've seen a lot more negative reviews than I've seen the positive reviews. Yeah. So I went into it. Saint Joe Daddy's Titans. <laughs> yeah, I went into it like, all right, let's see what I'm what I'm gonna get into, and I'm and I, funny enough, just like Venom, I enjoyed it way more than than I, I think the critics did. Um, like you said, I, I enjoyed all the stuff they did with, with Robin and I know you didn't like the Starfire stuff, but just based on it's no, it's not Starfire, but just the mystery aspect of it and what I want to see what they're going to do with her. Question. I am interested. Was she fucking that main Russian guy? I I mean, they said she has to be right. He he said he loved her. Yeah. So, and he said you shared my bed. So she she definitely was fucking, or she pretended to be. Is she a prostitute or what? Or like, technically, maybe not a not a not, pro- prostitute. not a prostitute because he wasn't. Paying. But she was using her. Pussy yeah, he wasn't paying her. Yeah, <laughs> as a manipulation tactic. But to, that's but that's Starfire, like Starfire and sex, like. Yeah, that's actually very. She true says like sex, like it's, the way the way you guys on Earth are about sexuality. Yeah, you got like, that's why that's why like in her costume she shows all her skin and stuff like that. It's like I don't we don't have problems with with our bodies and all the other yeah, stuff. Yeah, but I don't like that Starfire either. Like the comic book Starfire that's like super slutty and that's an excuse. Because it's really just an excuse for being slutty. Because well, she was yeah. fucking around with uh Jason Todd at one point in New 52 as well and I, fans had a big backlash over that. They didn't like that. That's Dick Grayson's girl. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> I don't know. So I, I don't Especially because people were looking at her as like a prostitute going into this because of the outfit. For her to be utilizing sex as a weapon, I was just like, ugh. And, like it, it. and even when, when, when I watched it, I was like, all right, I don't, 
it, her, the the outfit doesn't look as bad in pictures as it does in movement. But at the same time, I'm just like, just take Ew. the just take the coat off. Yeah, what's with the coat? Yeah, just take the coat. Like the dress is not terrible. It's not great, oh, but it's purple. not it's not terrible. But I'm just like, just just again, just take the jacket off, and it'll be at least better. The big like, fur prostitute. Coat yeah, coat. the coat looks terrible, and the fact that she had it on the whole episode, I'm just like, uh. But I didn't dislike. I'm I'm cu- I'm more curious to see what they're what they're trying to do with her storyline. Like, I, granted, we don't I know like, what's going. I feel like the amnesia thing is very tropey. It very tropey, and I don't like the rush. Like I don't like her story so grounded that she we were introduced to her infiltrating a Russian mob for some. Reason. I don't like that. Like I, maybe they'll have reasons that I'll like later down the line. But at least for the introduction, I'm just like, of all the ways you can, introduce, I would rather her come down like a comet. Or something like you know what I mean, and and have amnesia and not know who she is, but then like run right into Dick Grayson and Raven, as opposed to her having some weird side mission in Austria that she's doing. I don't I don't like that. Yeah, I mean, like I said, it's not it's not Starfire, but I mean, I don't I don't hate it. It's it's somewhat. I'm somewhat intrigued because I'm because I want to know what because they keep saying it's gonna be oh it's gonna be a big payoff at the end. I want to see. I want to see if that's going to be true. I'm like, all right, that's fair. I'll give it the benefit of the doubt. What's going to be the payoff? And then also, how does this connect to Raven? Because obviously, she knew before she got the amnesia, she was tracking down Raven. Which I'm just like, why do you have to go to Austria to find Raven when she's right in America? I don't know. And then like questions for another day. <laughs> knowing that she's an alien, I don't know. I'm just like, how how, how does, does it tie all, together? Yeah, how does all this tie together? Maybe. Maybe they're gonna explain um, Trigon is like an alien. <laughs> He's an interdimensional alien demon. Maybe I don't, know. I don't know. And I have a feeling, like, based on what happened, I feel like that necklace is what makes her look human that she has around her neck. I didn't even think about that. Because they kind of like when the guy shot her, it like went towards the necklace and it created some type of force field around her which I was like you think that was a necklace or that was just her powers activating nah, I thought that was a necklace nah, cause she doesn't have a force she doesn't have force field powers but it became just like a big giant fire inferno but that came from made. her hands yeah the fire came from her hands but the force field was like right is Starfire bulletproof in the comics I, I think, don't think I, so she's not I thought she was I don't I don't think so oh I figured that was just the way to make her um, bulletproof in the show but even that, I thought that was stupid because, like, the the trope, like, and it's such a trope. Like, her power is activated, and so they are. It's confirmed that they are making it fire as opposed yeah. to energy bolts. Mm-hmm. So she burnt the whole place down, yeah. like incinerated the whole place. But conveniently, that picture of Raven did not get incinerated. Oh, that's a good point because they were like charcoal. <laughs> but yeah. I was, so I was like, oh, convenient. It's so convenient that one thing, that one picture that she needed to push the, flop, the plot forward, nothing happened to that, even though the whole place is incinerated. She seems pretty OP when compared to the other characters right now, anyway. Yeah, right now. I mean, super strength. Yeah. Or the, she's basically like Phoenix, more or less. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping they do have villains. Like, he said they're going to be Deathstroke in this, right? And I mean, technically speaking, like her and her, they don't play it up, but Starfire is pretty damn powerful. And, and Oh, yeah. Starfire and Raven. But in like, the cartoon, you gotta get some leeway because you can make Robin like you know a little bit superhuman himself. But yeah. in this, I'm like, I don't know. I'm, I'm I'm curious to see how a fight plays out with the entire group, and have Robin be useful still. <laughs> and that's and, and and that's the thing about like the show. Like it seems like 
and I hope they don't do like it's called Titans, but it's basically feeling like they're not going to get together until like maybe halfway. I don't know how many episodes it's going to be, but it seemed like they're not going to try to get them together until like halfway through the season since they all have their really? own their own side plots cuz it's only nah. one episode. Granted they got Raven, but like Beast Boy, you don't see him to the very end of the episode. Those are Starfire's in on the other side of the world. She'll jump on a plane and be in Detroit in the like next episode. I I say episodes 3 or 4 they'll all be together cuz next episode is titled ah, it's titled uh Hawk and Dove. So you assume they're going to meet other people in the group in this episode. And they don't tease Beast Boy like that without him running into somebody next episode. Nah, I don't think Beast Boy is going to... Because the way they... Because I don't know. It just it I felt, say episode three or four, they'll all be together, testing their powers and, you know, becoming a team. Okay. That's what I think. I could be wrong, but... I hope I'm not, because otherwise I'll be. I feel like I'll be bored <laughs> waiting for the, all the, the storylines to converge into whatever is going on. Because it reminded and me. Also, wait, no. And Raven seems super like too overpowered too, because her powers aren't just like telekinetic black energy magic in this. It's like she can look at somebody and make them bleed to death internally. Like her powers are ridiculous. Well, that was her. The, the her soul thing went inside that guy, which was fucking. Again, body invasion. I ain't like that. <laughs> but it's like, okay, so can you do it with anybody? Can you just... Like, that seems pretty OP to me. Because... And the reason I said what I was saying, like, it reminded me of Heroes, in a sense. Like, where they all had their own side side stories. And then they start slowly trickling together. And they finally get together at the end. I'm mm, like, but here's is that what you're trying to do? I hope not. Because Heroes had a giant cast. That's why they had to do that. I get, I get that. But they, it seemed like that's what they were trying... Because why separate them so... Much. I don't know. I don't know, man. I. This is. What would you rate this episode? Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> that is the question. I. I didn't hate it. I didn't hate it either. I was. I, I, I surprisingly I, liked it more. Yeah, than I, thought I it liked would. it more than I thought it would, but I didn't love it. Yeah. I don't want to give it a passable. But I also don't want to give it a high passable. (laughs) (laughs) Why? (laughs) Uh, I will say only because I. The reason I say I don't want to give it a high passable because I'm like it's still it's not necessarily tight it's not Titans and I'm like I don't like the fact that DC keeps that live action stuff like I said aside from CW they keep leaning into this darkness like why. It's not okay, it especially, just, especially especially for a property like Titans. Yeah, and it's just a big question mark because it's like, who is the show for? Like, is it for non-Titans fans to to be like, oh, I like this version of Titans? But it's like, but then like, why are you doing that on a DC like a for DC a DC app. app? You are specifically targeting DC comic fans. Yeah, and that's not what this show is. <laughs> no, at all. So again, it's like I, I can't even. And then also on top of that, like. For it's like, who are you trying to please? Because you got Robin being super brutal rated R, and it's like, that's not Robin, that's not Dick Grayson, that's more of a Damien, yeah, or Jason Todd, or even a Jason Todd. That's another thing, Jason Todd's in this universe, so it's like, when he becomes Red Hood, is Batman just cool with that? Like, oh, you kill people too? High five, (laughs) like, there's no. Yeah, there's no conflict because that was that was the big conflict between Red Hood and Jason Todd. He's like Red Hood and Batman, or yeah. I said Red Hood and Jason Todd. They're both the same person. Red Hood and Batman. (laughs) It was like, you won't go far enough. You could have just killed the Joker. Yeah. 
And it's like, no, that's not what we do. If I kill the Joker, fuck this show. <laughs> is Joker dead in this universe? Because he'd have to be, right? No, because they mentioned, uh, remember they mentioned in the beginning uh, what happened to your partner? He was like, oh, he probably oh, got killed, killed by, by the Joker. Joker. But, I mean, but in the universe where Batman kills, why isn't that the first motherfucker you kill? Yeah, that's that's always the problem with a, a murder bat, a, a killing Batman. Because it, it raises the question of why do you have rogues, rogues gallery then? Like you wouldn't have these villains being thrown into Arkham. You just kill them. You're gonna kill a random thug on this like a, a mugger, but you won't kill a, a homicidal, like genocidal Joker villain. <laughs> yeah. Like that, yeah. Now, now this just creates more problems. Yeah. That, that's like, why I was like, it raises questions. That yeah. just raises further questions. I'm like whatever. Fuck this show. Then. <laughs> now that I, I think about the logic more and more, because I'm like, because I'm like, yeah, Jason Todd is in this show. Like, yeah. so now what makes him any different? Nothing. Then Dick. Batman and Red Hood should be best friends. And looking at Nightwing like, what, what are you doing, bro? <laughs> like, you're so really you're, fucking up. I give it a passable. Okay, I'm, yeah, I'm with you. I'm passable. Like, everything that I might be like, oh, it's not as bad as I thought it would be. Or like, oh, I kind of like that. There was just as many like, uh, I don't really like that moments. What you going to say? No, go. No, that was it. I was gonna, that's all and I was then gonna also say. like, not, and not, not necessarily that she was bad, but I felt like the actress... The Raven actress, I feel like she was trying a little too hard. Really? I thought she was pretty good. Nah, I thought she was she she was pushing like the 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 help me and crying and I I think she was pushing it was a little too hard. What pissed me off about her character was when she's about to be abducted or whatever by that random black woman who like took her out of the shelter. Well, like, she, I, I think she was like the Azerath people. I don't think she was like a was villain. She? I, I think she was more of the good. The, so she was a good guy. Yeah. Oh, okay. I said I thought maybe she's a bad guy, but the fact that she threw that rock at the police car to get the police car's attention, but as soon as she goes in the into the the I don't know the holding room with Dick Grayson, she doesn't once mention the fact that she attacked the police car because she was like you know being threatened and wanted to get the cops' attention. She just goes right no. into like, oh, I saw you in my dreams. Help me, my mother's dead. But it's like, you can't. Why didn't you just tell him about the person trying to abduct you that? caused the entire thing to begin with and then not only it's, it's small, and then not only like, what? and then not only that it's like you just go up to the guy you're the boy from the circus i need help help me it's yeah. like how about you start from the beginning yeah, explain and say, things i have powers whatever i'm a little different i saw you in a dream yeah and it's not a coincidence that i come and run into you it's just like help me you're the boy from the circus yeah I don't so know, that means that means you need to help me because it's not a coincidence and I'm like Robin. It's like, uh, what? It's just, it, I know, it felt like convenient cryptic talk to keep the plot moving without actually having them have a real conversation. I'm just like, all right, okay. Small quibbles, but to me, I was just like, what? And I kind of feel bad for the actress that played her mother, her quote unquote mother. It's like, she didn't get to do shit. Like, there's no, they didn't, get, it to, was they didn't shocking get to establish any relationship. Yeah, that's true. Oh, yeah, it was definitely shocking that they shot her in the shot the bitch in the fucking head yeah i didn't think they were gonna out of nowhere that. yeah i was like oh shit okay now we're going now we're going somewhere um yeah i don't know just just passable could have been worse yeah definitely could have been worse um i'm hoping the tone gets a little lighter as the show continues because there were jokes in those trailers you know and they pepper in jokes here and there in the in the show but i feel like the, i feel like the beast i feel like the beast boy is where the jokes are gonna the come. Gonna come from yeah I don't know how I feel about that. And then I'm also CGI, like, what was it? Man. What was he trying to do? Steal video games? I guess steal video games and snacks. But it looked like he was eating the video game. He was eating the video game. I, I don't know. He was eating snacks. 
I don't know. He was. I don't, but, I don't know. The, the, it's like you got to turn into a tiger to be. I don't know. It, just, it was a really heavy handed way to introduce Beast Boy. Because yeah. then you know, they only had that, that fucking blockbuster esque setup to have all those TVs, or I guess Best Buy esque setup. All those TVs with animals on it, and they're all green animals or whatever. It was like, or a green themed. I'm like, come on, bruh. <laughs> I get it. Beast Boy, right? Oh, there's Beast yeah. Boy. And the CGI. I don't know. I don't like the CGI. I don't like the CGI either. So imagine that in a fight. <laughs> or like how on the nose with the, the the dream with Raven, where you see the flying Graysons, and then okay. right before they die, the flying pops out. <laughs> like I get, I get it. He's about, his parents are about to die. I will say this though, I actually like that introduction because I've never seen the death of the Graysons portrayed in such an impactful way. I'll say that. So what kudos you, what do you for mean? that. Like you know, I've seen the Graysons die in like the animated shows. I've seen them die in the comics. But the way, what got me was the moment where their the parents' rope snaps as they're like they're flying through the air, and uh, a young Dick Grayson's trying to grab his mother's hand as she's falling, and he just barely misses, and that's some traumatic ass shit for a kid. Like they never really they've shown like him going no and stuff like that in the comics and the show and the animated shows, but the weight of it felt way more intense in this show. I guess because it's also darker, but just, I don't know. That to me, it, it felt almost like um, how powerful the death of the Waynes were in BVS. Not, yeah, yeah, in BVS, which was, you know, one of the best parts of that movie. <laughs> so kudos to them for that. I was like, oh, okay, this is like a really impressive way to showcase their death, I think. Mm, that was cute. <laughs> like, oh, whatever. I don't know. Going into it, I was like, oh, this is pretty cool. And the rest of the episode was like, uh, this is not what I wanted. <laughs> Hashtag not my Titans. But yeah, I'm I'm curious to see what the second episode is. Yeah, I I'm, I don't know how that is. It like once a week. Obviously, yeah, well, I guess obviously if it's only one episode that showed. Yeah, it's once a week. All right, before we get into the news of the week, let's jump into emails. Here's the mail, it never fails It makes me want to wag my tail When it comes, I want to well Our first email comes from Elias Alami uh, Subject is love the show Hi Jordan and Michael, this is ELX39 I reviewed before on iTunes But iTunes has been acting up So my last two reviews didn't go through I waited to listen for my name, nothing So sad uh, Enough of that though I want to say you guys are amazing. You guys don't understand how helpful you are to this community of blurreds. I use you guys to cope with certain situations, relax for school, and work. You guys are the best entertainers I've ever listened to. I'm so happy I found Blurred Vision. Oh my God. High praise. Ever. Yeah, <laughs> Jesus. Oh, thank you so much. P.S. Can I be Dobby from My Hero Academia? Uh, Jacob, can he? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't remember. Wait. Dobby? Wait, Dobby? Yeah, I feel like Dobby was taken, wasn't he? Wait, who's Dobby? Dobby. I'm uh, thinking Dobby. I keep thinking Dobby. Uh, Harry Potter. Yeah, Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> I am not a slave anymore. Dobby is a free elf. <laughs> you gave Dobby a sock. <laughs> um, Dobby's a fire guy. The fire villain. Oh, might I think be really, somebody. Might be related to Todoroki. <laughs> I think somebody. I want to say someone took him. Yeah. But hit up Jacob, uh, a.k.a. the Deku, on uh, Instagram. Let him know. Maybe maybe he can find you a character. Um, 
also subscribe to our Patreon if you want to be a character from My Hero Academia. <laughs> that is a criteria now. Yes, it is. Um, da, da, da. Next email comes from John Rainey. He says, Sony Universe. Tom Holland is only getting one more solo, mo- solo movie in the MCU, and it was clear from the jump that Disney had no plans to use Venom, Silver Sable, and especially Morbius. So why is everyone against these characters getting movies? Uh, yeah, it's raping and oversaturating the superhero genre, but that happens with all trends and everything that's popular, similar to how rap music is being exploited right now. Well, I think you kind of answered your question in that second paragraph. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you could use other examples to kind of illustrate that, you know, everyone wants to jump on the money train while it's moving, but that doesn't make it any better. Like, I don't want them, especially in cases like Venom, like, Sony making movies for those characters is going to prevent Disney and Marvel MCU from wanting to touch those characters. So I'd rather have them done right within the MCU than have to settle for what the Sony people do. Agreed. And Venom's a great example of that. Like it was okay, but would an MCU version of Venom been better? Fuck yes. Yes. So <laughs> if I had to choose <laughs> Silver Sable and Morbius, I don't want like I don't, I don't want, want yeah, that. I don't want Silver Sable at all. I don't want that at or all. Or Morbius. <laughs> like if anything have Morbius show up in like Blade. Yes, that'd be cool. But his own movie? No. No. <laughs> Jared Leto, no. Even Black Cat, like her own movie? No. No. And she'd be Her cool. interactions, Black Cat is interesting because of her interactions with Spider-Man. And- yes. And how interesting would that be in the MCU? Like in a later MCU movie where like Spider-Man's a little bit older. Yeah. And especially once him and Mary Jane get together and then he's got like a superheroine foil to that relationship going on. That's interesting. Very interesting. And we won't ever get it if Sony does something with it. <laughs> looks like we're not getting it at all. Uh, John Rainey gives us another email saying, Have you guys ever noticed that although Spider-Man is associated with being lighthearted and comedic, all of his serious and dark stories get more praise in all mediums from comics to games? Examples, Spider-Man 2, Spider-Man PS4, Craven's Last Hunt, The Other, The Clone Saga, etc. Spider-Man 2, like the movie Spider-Man 2? Yeah, I was like, what? Well, that's not, that's that not that dark. And um, Spider-Man, Spider-Man PS4, PS4 is not dark at all either. I mean, There's some darkness in it, but overall, it's lighthearted. Yeah, the the best stories, even comedic ones, have serious elements. And that doesn't make it a dark like you know version of that character or whatever. It just brings a little bit of realism to whatever story you're trying to... We're talking about superheroes fighting villains to the death. Like You can joke all you want. But at some point, shit is real. And we even see that Spider-Man Homecoming. There's dark moments in that, too. Like, he gets threatened that, uh, what's his name? Uh, Vulture threatens to kill him. Yeah, in the car. Oh, when he gets uh, trapped under yeah, the rubble. Yeah, the rubble falls on him. Yeah, and he starts acting. You see that he's a kid. Mm-hmm. I mean, Kraven's Last Hunt, the other, uh, and I guess, yeah, the Clone Saga. Those are darker stories for Spider-Man, for sure. But... I mean, I feel like those are just good stories because they have dark elements, not because Spider-Man is like, I don't know, darker. I mean, what what's your line? Like, is a light and comedic Spider-Man like... Because um, even in those stories, he's still making he's his still Spider-Man, him, yeah. yeah, his Spider-Man quips. Like, is your dark and... Is your lighthearted version of Spider-Man like the cartoon? Like, um... Know, Ultimate uh, Spider-Man, where he's only joking all the time. But even that has moments where it gets a little dark, where, you know, he's, it's life or death. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, what's funny enough, 
I realized I, I liked the other, and I also liked his powers for the other. But sip the spikes. Except the spikes, <laughs> but I'm finding out a lot. There, there's a good amount of people that don't like that storyline, and they don't like his power. His, 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 his. Uh, no, a lot of people didn't like the organic webbing and stuff. Which I'm like, why? He's Spider Man. Because people don't like the fact that it takes away from his intellect. Because the whole thing is, oh, he can make his webbing because he's a genius. Da, 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 da. But he's still a genius. <laughs> yeah, but I just say it's like a back and forth for me for Spider Man and how his intellect kind of like um, plays into his character. Because at the same time, yes, he's a super genius, but that's not, for me, why I like Spider-Man. Like, that's more of a Tony Stark thing about the intellect. Like, what makes Spider-Man the most popular character in the world, I think, is because he's relatable. It's because he's, like, the everyman. And yeah, every once in a while, he has scientific solutions to things. But if you focus too much on his intelligence, I don't like that version of Spider-Man either. Like, I like sometimes when they go back to basics and he's just like, you know... He's poor, and yeah, he could he could make an arc reactor if he wanted to, but he doesn't. <laughs> Sometimes wasted potential is human. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. So I don't know. I, I don't like the story. Struggling where he's like, to pay his rent, and that's my Spider Man. <laughs> that's me. <laughs> you pay rent? <laughs> yeah. Craven's last hunt. That was pretty dark. You want to know what a dark Spider Man story is? Like just dark, dark, dark throughout. Did you read that? I don't remember what it's called though. The Spider-Man story where it's like uh, an he gets Mary world. Jane cancer. Yes, <laughs> yes. His dick is irradiated from radiation. Well, his sperm. Yeah, his sperm gives Mary Jane cancer and she dies. And then at the end, it's like him battling Venom. That's a dark story. I never read it, but I know about that. It's dark. He's old. He's weakened. He's fighting a, a super powerful Venom at the end. Um, and it almost kills him. I don't remember how the story ends, but it's fucked up. That's a dark story. But it's also not my Spider-Man. I, I wouldn't read that Spider-Man week to week because it's so dark. You know no. what I'm saying? I mean, even something like, granted, this is not dark, but it just goes to show like this is what people want. Like, renew your vows, which was mm. Elseworld, where Spider-Man was married with Mary That should Jane. be main continuity. That should be main continuity. <laughs> maybe not... Maybe not the kid. No. Well, I mean, if they had done right by his character from day one and not reset their relationship at some point, I could see them having like a small kid at this point. Maybe not as old as that kid is in that story. Yeah, because she was kind of older. Yeah, she was like eight or ten, something like that. Which, going back to what we said before, it's like funny. Like they'll age the characters and they'll make them have kids and stuff like that, but then they don't, and then they'll make the kid get older. They don't get. Yeah, they look they the same. <laughs> yeah, like funny enough, Fantastic Four. They aged Valeria and Franklin Richards up to now they're like sixteen. But yet, how do they explain that time portal? Some bullshit like that. They, yeah, they're just older. That's how they always. But yeah, Sue and Reed and Johnny and Ben. They're not. They're not any older. <laughs> because old people don't sell books, Michael. No, they don't. <laughs> uh, Next email comes from Tevin Chambers. Uh, it says, the snap still gets me. Hey, Mike and Jordan, I just got to tell you niggas. Damn, okay. Oh, okay. The, the snap still gets me, and that's all short message. That's oh, it. Right, so you said, that's all short message. Also, how do you join that money thing? Patreon? Well, check out my Instagram page. There's actually a link there in the highlights, the story highlights. Uh, thanks, Yeah, Tim. Jordan, you need to promote that shit more. I always feel bad promoting that, though. <laughs> How do you feel? How do you feel bad about promoting your business? I don't know. I, don't know. I feel like I'm, I'm selling out. Well, yeah, you promote the Sony freaking 
That's true. <laughs> That's totally selling well, out. I remember you promoting a Fridays thing once once upon a time. That's true too. <laughs> I don't know, when big companies give me money, it's easy. Well, yeah, for you me can't to sell promote out. yourself. That's true. That's all true. Okay, fine. I'll promote it more. <laughs> you right. Uh, next email comes from Rory Grace. Subject is I was pleasantly surprised. Hey, Blurds, we have some interesting things going on for news this week. Can't wait for uh, can't wait to hear it, Michael. Uh, I recommend an anime to Jordan by now. He's talked about it, right, buddy? If not, hopefully you guys get into JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Uh, I've been meaning to watch that. I'm now finishing a a binge of Seven Deadly Sins. I'll probably talk about that a little bit when I finish next week. Uh, maybe JoJo's next. Uh, happy birthday to the Bakugo of the podcast, Xavier. Or, I mean, Xander. Uh, my theory on Black Lightning is they're going to break down Jefferson in order to build up his daughters. That's a good theory. That's a good theory. Probably true. Uh, Flash is passable, in my opinion. Jordan knows how critical I am of DC, so it's a compliment. Well, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, stay nerdy, my blurdy, and go beyond plus ultra. Thanks, Rory. Uh, Next email comes from TY Ghost. Uh, this podcast is amazing. Jordan and Michael, if you had to choose fuck, marry, kill for the women and or men in the Arrowverse. I was in- like, I would kill them all if I had to choose the women. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, in Arrowverse, including Black Lightning, what are your choices? And also the MCU and Netflix series too. Wait, you mean like all of them or like each? Let's just say all of them. So all Netflix shows and all CW shows, who would you fuck, marry, and kill? You know how long is it going to take to go through all these shows? Just the first thing that comes to your head. I'm thinking at the same time. Um, Kill Cecile. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that bitch. Okay, I won't take... You took, you took Cecile. Yeah. Uh, you know what I want to say? Fuck to... I guess I'm thinking about The Flash right now. But have you seen Nora in the other show she's been on? Was she? What was she on? Oh, fuck. I forgot the show. But there was some show, I think it was on HBO or something, but she's like topless and fucking, and boy, Nora's bad, son. <laughs> I'm looking at it right now what we're talking, but you keep thinking. <laughs> okay. Um, I think it's Spartacus. Maybe it's Spartacus. I would say. I said Nora nude. What's her name? <laughs> so, fuck Stephen Amell. Um... Fuck Stephen Amell. Yes. <laughs> season one, Stephen Amell. Like, if you had to choose a season. No, I, no, I think he's hotter now. Really? Yeah. With the beard, and then he seems like he's been working out. Again. Okay, yeah, yeah. No, season seven, Stephen Amell is back to like season one, Stephen Amell ripness. Yeah. For a while, he was, he was getting a little pudgy. He's gonna, he was. He's, he's giving up. Like he's like, nah, I already got the fans. I don't need. <laughs> I don't need to work on this eight pack anymore. But yeah, now he's the, he's definitely he's the hotter now. Uh let's see. Who would I kill? You already said Cecile. Kill. Granted, we haven't seen him yet, but this fucking French version of Harrison Wells. Oh, uh, was it Sherlock Holmes? Yeah, Sherlock, because I don't want it. Fucking stupid. No, 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 no. Kill the thinker. Kill the thinker? (laughs) Yes. Uh, And marry. Who would I want to marry? Black Sails. That's the show she was on. I was way off. I, I obviously didn't know what show it was, but she's like totally fucking nude, bruh. 
Yeah. Oh. Yeah, wow. everything. Full frontal, man. You see her bush. Everything. <laughs> everything. And then she's like, fu- like, she's fucking in the show. Like, I don't know what her character is. Oh, shit. Here's right. I'm going to turn it down. Those so people can't hear it. Season- and for those, you know what, from all my perverts out there, season two, episode one of Black Sales, you, you, you'll see some shit. <laughs> you will see some shit. Venom, he got shit you've never seen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Her titties are amazing. That, really? Really? That, that leather outfit, it hides. So blurred vision has now become porn vision. <laughs> you see her titties? Damn, she got a nice ass. Yeah, fuck Nora. <laughs> Sorry, Barry. <laughs> what about killing me? I'm, I'm trying to think who, who who would I marry? Jordan's still looking. Look at them titties. I'm trying. I'm trying to pause it for you so you can see, so you can appreciate. Look at them titties. I'm not gonna appreciate. Look at them titties. They're huge. They're, they are big. Like what's going? on? She doesn't look that on the flash. No, that's what she's covered up. Yeah. Wear a bikini, girl. What's up? What about anime style beach episode with the Flash? That's not gonna happen. Aww. Uh, so did we both not pick a Mary yet? You haven't picked a. You haven't picked a. Uh, I said fuck Nora. You said fuck Nora, but you didn't pick Mary or Kill. Oh, you said, I said kill, kill Cecile. Kill Cecile. I'm, I'm still in the Flash. <laughs> and who'd you say you'd fuck? Fuck Arrow. Stephen Amell. And you'd kill Sherlock Holmes. Yeah. No, I said uh, the thinker. Oh, the thinker. Okay, so we both have to marry somebody. Yeah, we both have to marry somebody. Hmm. Across all shows, Rosario Dawson. Does this include? So this includes Marvel. Marvel. You well, know, he said Netflix and CW. Uh, so I'm a. If I stay CW, I'm between Felicity. I love me a nerd <laughs> for Mary, or. No, she would suck as a. She's too. She's too proactive. I was going to say um, uh, Thunder. She fine. But she's a super hardcore like, <laughs> like activist. I don't know if I can... I, can, I, can, I can't keep up with that. <laughs> you got to be an activist too. Yeah. It's a lot of work, man. <laughs> so I would say either Felicity, if it's CW, or if it's Netflix Marvel, Night Nurse. Because Rosario Dawson is Bay. Okay. So for me, Mary... Would be Roy, Colton Haynes. <laughs> okay. Uh, for Netflix, Charlie Cox, Daredevil. <laughs> I just like the fact that his name is Charlie Cox. And you're like, I married Charlie Cox. No, yeah, not Daredevil, but Charlie Cox. <laughs> All right, that was fun. Uh, I never, I never really did a fuck Mary kill before, so that was, no, that was me, fun. Me either. Yeah. All right, my next email comes from Daryl Griggs. Uh, subject is Tokoyami Returns. Hello there, it is me, me Immaculate, a.k.a. Tokoyami. I haven't reviewed in a long time because leaving a review in the podcast is damn near impossible. Facts. Congratulations on the 100th episode and belated happy birthday, Michael. Uh, keep up the good work. Thank you. <laughs> delay. <laughs> keep up the good work. And I'll be con- the birthday was delayed, so I gave a delay. Thank you. <laughs> oh, wow. And I'll be contributing to the Patreon soon. Oh, thanks, Daryl. Uh, oh, and since the CW shows are being reviewed this episode, I gotta say The Flash wasn't so bad. And I'm cautiously optimistic. Uh, and Black Lightning was amazing as usual. Until next time, stay nerdy, my blurdy. I'm right there with you, Daryl. I wouldn't say Black Lightning was amazing, but what do I know? It's too black! Yeah, it's too black! <laughs> <laughs> um, do we have any more? Yep, yeah, two more emails. 
I was going to say refresh it because Rashawn said he sent the email. Yeah, guess who's next? Oh, okay. <laughs> Rashawn Ramlakan. Uh, Flaza dude, this just in. I didn't really have much to say this week, but I'm just going to come up with something quickly. I actually enjoyed The Flash way more than I expected. Like, I really tried to hate it. But <laughs> he tried. <laughs> I love that. I really tried to hate it. But I could only hate like a few moments. Ditto. Uh, I really like Black Lightning, but maybe my expectations were too high because there were some nitpicks I had, mainly on the pacing and a harpoon to the gut and being able to still move like Black Widow. Like, how the Oh, hell? yeah. Thank I you. forgot about that. You had to leap out I the window. I forgot about that. Yes. Like, what the I thought fuck? she was dead. Yeah, I thought she was, like, too. You're fucked. But then the fact that she was able to, like, she fe- the way she was moving. You know, like, fa- you know how much force a harpoon has? A lot. A lot. It pierces whales, my dude. Yeah. <laughs> and then she was instantly able to get up and jump out the window like that. It should have been a million times worse than the gunshot wound. But yet, she's just like backflipping out the window and shit. <laughs> I'm like, uh, unless you're on the first floor. <laughs> and even then. Yeah. That jump out the window plus the harpoon gut yeah. uh, shot should have fucking, she should be dead. Yeah. Thank you for running us, Rashawn. Yeah. <laughs> uh, maybe CW will have a strong year, but who cares? Because Daredevil season three is coming out. And isn't that what really matters? It is. Oh, and also, now I'm thinking about more shit. What? The fact that Thunder is bulletproof, which we got. Oh. But yeah, there, <gasps> not not just that, but then there are no holes to show. That oh, she's in her doing. outfit. That's right. We didn't even talk about the things she was doing this episode, where she was like stealing from the rich yeah. to give to the poor. Oh, no, she was stealing from drug dealers. Yeah, the rich. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> to give to the poor. <laughs> And then the fact that she jumps all that money in front of the congregation or whatever. And nobody knew who she was. And then they all pulled out guns. I was like, yo, Bruh. what kind of church is this? <laughs> Thank you for reading my mind. But then there's the fact when she walks out and the, the, the pastor goes, praise Thank, God. Yeah, praise God. Praise like, the Lord. <laughs> nobody's going to question where this money came from. If it's drug money, if it's dirty money, if it's blood money. I you're just gonna take it no, I'm, kind of, I'm like what kind of church is this i don't know that's a real fucked up church with fucked up morals <laughs> yeah and i think she God. got a, i think she got a new power what she wasn't able to do that shit like when she bashed the wall and it created like a shockwave she wasn't able to do that before didn't she, she do was that? able to she was able to stomp, stomp. yeah it's but not with thing. her hand it's the same shit she's making shockwaves yeah but with her hand she was able to like clap but not create like a blue, like they have blue energy. That wasn't there last season. It wasn't no blue energy. Uh, I don't remember what the wave color was before. But I feel like that was just the extension. There was no of, color. It was just like a shock wave, but it was no blue. It looked like blue energy. I'll take your word for it. I don't remember. <laughs> um, da, 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 da. Rashawn finishes off by saying, in case Michael is having a hard day, I'll just say, Jordan is trash. To best, to best his spirits. Thanks. I'll take, I'll take it. <laughs> I'm not having a hard day, but I'll, I'll, I'll take well, it. Well, what if I was? <laughs> and nowadays works. That doesn't matter. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, that's all I could think of. Stay nerdy, my blurry. Stay nerdy, Rashawn. And our last email comes from Stefan Weathers. Uh, a blurred critique. Oh, is it about us? Stefan. What's up, blurds? I enjoy the podcast as always. Keeping, uh, keep putting in the work and re- representing the community to the broader public. Uh, I have to say that I was disappointed in last week's podcast as Jordan made a joke comment about a Down syndrome Spider-Man ice cream treat. What? Not exactly. Not sure exactly what the dessert was. It's the popsicles that you know they sell in those ice cream trucks. I found it highly offensive, especially because of my close connection with the condition. Oh God damn it! <laughs> Can't say nothing on the internet, man. Uh, it was dehumanizing to those with Down syndrome. That turned me off. God 
Seriously? That turned me off and made me question whether I would continue listening. Seriously? I know that it was in jest. Yes, thank you. But certain things just aren't funny, at least to certain people. So PC. I mean, I hear you. I understand you. I usually don't say Down Syndrome. It's not usual for me. But come on, man. <laughs> if you can even tell in your response that you know it was in jest, you know what the context was, you know where I was coming from when I said it. I was referring to ice cream. Like, I want to respect this, but at the same time, this is the this is why I hate internet culture. Because like you can't say anything online anymore. Else, might be like, I'm offended. I mean, everything offends somebody. <laughs> yeah, seriously. I mean, I'm sorry I offended you, Stefan. I mean that. I do feel sorry that I offended you, especially if I'm assuming someone close to you has Down syndrome. But I'll say this, man. Look at context. Because <laughs> clearly, I was not even talking about a person. I was talking about an ice cream treat. <sighs> Agree or not? You're just there smiling, but you're not going to not gonna back just, me up? I just, said I just said everything offends everybody. Back me up more! <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty sure I've said stuff that offended people. Yeah, man, this guy talks about dicks all the time. Nobody's going to complain about that. <laughs> dicks and jizz flying in eyes, but... I say the word, not, the word, not even at somebody. I say the word and it's offensive. Okay. This is just a friendly critique, one blur to another. All right. Fair enough. I'll, I'll concede that. <laughs> but that being said, I just want to know where are the most overrated and most underrated comic book movies slash TV shows and comic book storylines. This part may be more of a micro question. Why? Because comic books? You don't read comic books. <laughs> First of all, you shut the fuck up. I do. He, he I do watches read. YouTube videos about read. comic books. But it's still it's still a comic book, isn't it? <laughs> I guess. I'm still paying attention to what's going on in comics. <laughs> comics are too fucking expensive to, to buy every to buy every week. Okay. Once upon a time, I was spending $150 a week just to fucking comics. Goddamn. Exactly. A week. A week. Goddamn. Exactly. All right. It's too expensive. Um. Well, hopefully you're still listening enough to hear this response to your question, bro. Uh, but yeah, what would you say is the most overrated and most underrated comic book movies, TV shows, and comic book storylines? Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Oh, God, really? Underrated. <laughs> really? Yes. Fuck you. I, I don't even agree with that, though. It's pretty highly rated. It's like... Not no, not on this podcast. <laughs> What's going You're trash. About? <laughs> you talk about it all the time. You're trash. You don't, you don't talk about it. And I like to, you know... Rustle your jimmies or whatever the phrase is. <laughs> Do you? Yeah. I like Buffy. I was going to say, I was going to be dirty. <laughs> <laughs> and bet money if you were dirty, no one would complain. But let me say something. <laughs> All right. So what what would you say? Other than Buffy. Okay. That's, if you say that's overrated or underrated, what would you say is overrated? Overrated? Yeah. Overrated. <laughs> I don't know. It's overrated. Hmm. I don't know. The word overrated is used a lot on the internet these days just to be like, oh, it's popular? Well, I didn't like that much, yeah, so it's, it's overrated. overrated. Like Wonder That's Woman I was like, I or Black know. Panther. <laughs> I'm trying to think we had a really high score that I didn't agree with. I mean, but, but, no, but, but I can't think of something that's overrated, but even going back to the Buffy thing, I think... And the reason why I do say it, it is underrated. Oh, you really think it's underrated? Oh, no, I do. Really? Be because... But everybody in the, the biz, like, references Buffy as, like, an inspiration for modern-day, like, superhero shows or just, like, the, the way it's structured. 
They do like big it, beds. That no, comes from in, in the biz, yes. But I'm just yeah. talking about in like outside of that, like people in general, mm, like okay. outside right. of writers, like people don't realize how much people have, like people from how the much Flash, influence yeah, the Flash, Supernatural, mm. even non-superhero shows, uh, like Gilmore Girls and or Gossip Girl, all those shows, they reference how much they've been influenced by shows like Buffy, Veronica Mars, which mm. has nothing to do with superheroes. Like, and people don't realize how much Buffy influenced hmm. those shows. And then on top of that, Buffy was the first show to show, uh, a show to show, <laughs> show to portray a lesbian kiss on screen. So, oh, it was. I didn't realize that. Yeah. Okay. So homosexuality on screen. So, um, I'll, I'll throw a comic book arc slash comic that I'll say is underrated. Um, Superior Spider Man. We've talked about that before, but they got a lot of hate. When it first st- that run first started, because it was coming off the de- like the heels of the death of Peter Parker in the uh, the main Amazing Spider-Man continuity, death. In quotes. I think it's underrated. I think it's underrated. I think once it ended, people were like, "Oh yeah, I liked it all the time." It's like, no, you didn't. <laughs> but I mean, I, but who are we talking about? We talking about like com- hardcore comic book fans because I think the mainstream doesn't even really know about Superior Spider-Man. Uh-huh. That's true. Yeah, so I would say for the mainstream audience, I think it's underrated. Um, overrated though. I'm having a hard time thinking of something. That's yeah, I can't overrated. think of something that's overrated. Something that I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I'm trying so hard. Overrated. I mean, there. Okay, there. There is an argument to be made that the Black Panther score is a little bit too high, considering some of the drawbacks with like its its third act. There's an argument to be made there, but the score, the score. Because I think Black Panther is like a 94 or 95 or something. Like it's, oh, it's I thought really you meant the, like the music score. Oh, no, no, not the musical score. No, no, no. I was like, the, I like the score. No, no, <laughs> the critic score. Like, that's really high. It's higher than Infinity War, I think. It's higher than, I think, I think it might be higher than most MCU properties. I'm having a hard time remembering what's higher than that. I think Black Panther is like the highest. I can look it up. Yeah. I want to say it. Cause I think even like Civil War, maybe Winter Soldier's high, high, like close to it. But I want to say even like Civil War, Infinity War, those things are all like in the mid to high eighties. But not even they don't even break ninety. Um. Yeah, Black Panther's ninety-seven. Yeah, that's ridiculously high. Like, that's damn near perfect score. So maybe for me, it's a little overrated. But I think a lot of that score comes from the reaction that it's filling a void and representation that we've never had before. Infinity War is at 84. Yeah, see, that's what I'm talking about. Would you agree with that? I'd switch those scores, to be honest. Like, if I were rating it, I'd switch Infinity War and Black Panther scores. Oh, no, I'm looking up Winter Soldier. Okay. I think Winter Soldier might be low 90s. Winter Soldier is 89. Oh, see? That's what I'm saying. So, yeah. Black Panther's dumb high. I would agree with that. It's, no. Yeah. It's not, a, it's not a 97 compared to those two movies. And I hate saying that because I don't want to give racist people, like, the ammo. Or, yeah. You know what I mean? Because it's always a thing online where people are just like, oh, Black Panther's overrated. I mean, a little bit in the score. But again, it's because it's something we've never seen before. So I think the critics were reviewing it because of like in that way because of that. And then also, 
<laughs> Alright, I'm gonna say it. <laughs> <laughs> Like the 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 inner yeah. struggle. I was going Michael I was going back and forth. I was going back and forth on whether I wanted to say it or not. I was like I was like Ven- the Venom trailer where, where you saw his face shifting. Venom. But also I think part of that is because you got the white critics who don't want to rate it low. Who don't want to rate it low. I was gonna say they, that they don't want to say they it. don't want to come across as racist. It's true. That's why I was like, should I say this? I'm gonna say it. But then you give all those people who like complain about Black Panther ammo that's exactly what they say like oh it's just because the only reason it was rated so high is because critics don't want to seem to be like, want to seem racist but those people are going coming at it from the standpoint that a Black Panther was just terrible yes or average they say it was an average but it, it wasn't average it and it wasn't, wasn't terrible average. yeah it wasn't average either but it wasn't definitely not a 97 yeah Thor was average one Thor one yeah yeah so if, if for critical rating, like you said, you would switch it. Like Infinity War should be like at a ninety-seven, yes. and Black Panther should be at like eighty-nine. Yes, because still, like, still high, still very high. Yeah, 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 for sure. But just not damn near perfect score high. Especially because I, I, I don't know why critics didn't like Infinity War that much to be like an eighty-four. I mean, again, it's still high score, but like to not break ninety. I guess because they're looking at like, oh, but if you don't follow these movies you're coming in like you know not oh, no that was some on. of the gripes like uh, if you didn't watch any of them like, in That's terms of the negative review it's like but that was the point of this movie yeah like you this movie is for the people that have been following the mcu since the beginning if you, like been following about, it, if you haven't been following it for the beginning this movie's not for you <laughs> it ain't for you bitch yeah <laughs> but i mean it's like complaining about seeing like a uh, spider-man 3 and going like i don't know what's going on so i'm gonna rate this low like well you're supposed expected to have seen Spider-Man 1 and 2 before you see Spider-Man 3, right? Agreed. In the same way, the MCU, that's a literal culmination of the universe as it is right now. So to rate that lower for it, it just seems nonsensical to me. But it's just me. Yeah. <laughs> all right. And with that being said, that's all our emails. Let's get into news of the week with Michael. She's the Black Iron Man, but she's not Tony Stark. They just don't want their characters, quote unquote. I could call you a nigga. If he says that shit to you, his ass on Instagram. I don't want hand me down. I don't want any gay things. It's all straight and white. What's going down? Michael News. Uh, on this episode of Two Black Vision, just rated blurred, Black <laughs> Panther. <laughs> oh, yeah, word. <laughs> this is not a good look right now for uh, the blurred community. Sorry. There's a lot of pressure. I feel like we have to represent the entire blurred community. <laughs> I'm dumb, guys. Uh, I don't know if you know that. I'm pretty stupid. So, <laughs> so yeah, so uh, we don't hear Genesis meowing anymore. She gave up. She gave up. <laughs> Cause she's coming after Jordan, cause he he put her he put her away, so she doesn't come on the podcast. <laughs> so with that, let's talk about Pet Cemetery. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Why? <laughs> what a dark leader! <laughs> I was like, where you going with this? <laughs> it was a myth. Kids used to dare each other to go into the woods at night. They knew the power of that place. feared it those woods belong to something else the ground is bad guys 
maybe just some crazy folk tale. But there is something up in those woods. There's something that brings things back. Sometimes dead is better. Oh my god. <laughs> Yeah, man, the the cla- the She's remake of the attack Jordan in her sl- in, in his sleep. <laughs> Don't joke, man. It's a, you didn't see the original Pet Cemetery. No, I never saw the original Pet Cemetery. Yeah, it's a remake of the classic Stephen King movie slash novel. <laughs> but uh, I enjoyed this trailer. Like it, it had tension. I, at first, I was like, "Who's this main character guy? The the father? Oh, it's shit. It's John Connor from the new Terminator movie, Genesis." I didn't see Genesis. Good for you. <laughs> I mean, we talked. Yeah, we talked about this before. Yeah, you're lucky. It's all right. Don't worry. <laughs> you're better off. Um, but I mean, it's funny that they didn't actually. I guess because they assume people have already seen the original and know what the concept is, because they didn't really show you what happens to the the youngest kid, which is infamous. It's not spoilers to say that the kid dies. That's the whole premise behind Pet Cemetery. But they're adding elements that look like cult-like elements to it that I think look pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. And they got uh, the 30 Rock from the Sun guy slash the killer dude from Dexter being like the the old gravekeeper kind of guy who's delivers that classic line, sometimes dead is better. <laughs> I don't know anything about that line. Okay, well. <laughs> you know what the premise of Pet Cemetery though is, right? Pets come back from the dead. Yeah, there's a graveyard. It's built Pet to, Cemetery. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's built on it. And Indian. I know about the cat. That's the only image from Pet Cemetery, cemetery I know. Yeah, it's a... Uh, Pet cemetery built on an Indian burial burial ground, because back in the day, all magic was based on Indian burial Indian grounds. Burial grounds yeah. <laughs> yeah, or like poltergeist, Indian burial ground. The house is built on an Indian burial yeah. ground. You moved the two the headstones, but you didn't move the graves. Yeah, that whole thing. Or the bodies, yeah. Yeah, or the, or the bodies. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I like that the trailer was tense. I mean, didn't really show much, but I guess they assume you've already you know what the basic premise is so they don't have to. It's just they're selling you on the concept the of title. the cemetery. Yeah, the title. But I dug it. I mean, it was a nice trailer, but coming from my perspective where I don't know anything about Pet Cemetery, it didn't tell me anything. So I'm like, I don't know what I'm looking That's for. That's a good point. You're actually the exact audience that I'm not talking about. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone knows what this is about. You're like, I don't. Hello. <laughs> yes. Someone tell me. So I'm like, it didn't. I was just like, hmm. it's so... I'm I'm sold on the fact that I'm a Stephen King fan, so mm. the name Stephen King made me go, oh, okay. That's true. It's just kind of selling you on tone. And then the fact that I'm I like horror movies and I know it's a horror movie, so I'm like, yeah. I'm definitely gonna check it out. But just the trailer itself, I'm like, I don't know what this is. Fair point. Fair point. So yeah, yeah. if I hadn't seen the movie or knew what the premise of the sh- the movie is, I don't know how interested I would be. Actually, it's a good point. Because really just telling you on the tone of the whole thing. Dark. Yeah. Cemeteries. Pets. Cults. But I'm like, I don't know what this, like... Truck! And even, and even Truck! Then, and even then, they didn't really show... Like, they showed Pet Cemetery at the end, but they didn't show that they're coming back. Like, they didn't show any, Like, they didn't really show anything. Yeah. So I'm like, I don't know what's going on. Mm. What's going on? You're not selling me on the story. Well, the kids didn't get hit by a truck. And even then, you're talking about everybody knows the kid dies. I didn't know that. Fuck, spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my bad. 
These spoilers are, are, are decades old, Michael. All right, it's been out forever. Spoilers. Don't, we already we had this conversation. Spoilers don't bother me. I used to read episodes of Buffy and Charmed and everything before a week before they came up. Okay, well the moment this I'm trailer- looking up My Hero Academia shit <laughs> and telling you about it. Guess True. what I found out about Miria? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> um, I, don't know, I don't know anything. I'm just saying. Good. The the, yeah. the foreshadowing of that truck going by is how that kid dies. So that's that's why they had that jump scare in the trailer. It's like, oh shit, truck. Okay, that's it. That's really the whole premise is the kid dies and they like, bury him the, in the. Does the kid come back? Yes, I figured. Yeah, that's the whole thing. Sports. So that's Pet Cemetery. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the whole thing. That's all you need to know. Kid gets buried. Kid comes back. Sometimes dead is better. Okay. <laughs> I got nothing else. <laughs> well, speaking of sometimes dead being better, sometimes it's not. So <laughs> that was a terrible segue. I'm like, what? <laughs> because what hasn't stayed dead, well, eh, maybe sometimes dead is better. Because what's not staying dead is these Disney remakes. <laughs> and they're continuing. So the next Disney remake live action is going to be Aladdin. So they released a teaser for the Aladdin movie. A diamond in, in the, the rough. rough. Where the cat looked very small. <laughs> Compared to how he was in the movie. The the That's a good point, Cave actually. of Wonders head. Yeah. Looked like a tiny, looked like a baby cave of wonders. I can't wait to see. I mean, this was a teaser, so you didn't get to see that much. You basically see Aladdin like reaching out for the lamp. Yeah. But and Will you Smith, saw Iago flying. Oh, I didn't realize that. I didn't notice that. You don't know. You don't know shit in this episode. No, I know. You don't remember Black Pan- Black Lightning. <laughs> this you has been a very Iago. sleepy week, man. <laughs> um, but Will Smith reads a teaser saying like he can't wait for everybody to see him blue. So I'm interested to see what he looks like as the genie. Yeah, is it gonna be? Is it actually gonna be him, or are they just gonna superimpose a CGI character to look like him? I mean, how grounded that teaser looks. I have to assume this is gonna be him in like blue makeup. Maybe CGI to make it look exactly. a little bit more. I don't know if I like that. <laughs> Maybe they'll have like CGI to make him look a little, you know, more ethereal, not like just a guy in blue makeup. But I can't see them having a big CGI genie with like just his face on. You know what I'm saying? Like a big CGI creation. That'd be weird. Mm. It'd be weird either way, but I'm just saying that'd be even weirder. <laughs> I don't think so. I think he'll pull it off. I think if anybody's going to fill in Robin Williams' shoes, I think Will Smith could do it. We'll see. Yeah. But it looked like, based on the little bit that we've seen, it looks nice. 
and they made sure you knew like the songs are gonna be in this. Yeah, because they like they've had they like played the, the yeah they the instrumental versions. Uh huh. Yeah. Which I'm curious to see what how ja- like how Jasmine looks and like the like are they gonna do the classic blue dress or not dress but the outfit. the outfit is yeah. What, didn't parents complain about that outfit being too sexual or something? With her belly all out and I feel like, I don't remember that. I feel like there was a controversy. I'm like her so her belly's out, but she's fully clothed. I feel like there. I want to say there was a controversy over that outfit. I feel like they might have. I, th- I think you might be confusing that with Adrian Magini. <laughs> Did I? Because that, that was, was that, a, that was a controversy back then. Granted, it was the, it was the sixties, but yeah, like that was there was a reason she couldn't show her belly button because they thought it was too sexual. So if you look at old episodes of Audrey Magini, her belly button is always covered. Oh, which I'm just like, but it's still showing her body. Like, what is? How is a belly? Like, does a belly button cause? I don't know. Massive erections around the world. Like, Disney's, how does that work? Di- I'm looking at headlines. Uh, Disney's Princess Jasmine won't be showing as much skin anymore. She gets a modest makeover. The female protagonist, blah, blah, blah. Gone is the midriff bearing two-piece outfit the Arabian Princess wears in the cartoon feature. The new costume to be worn by actresses portraying the character is long-sleeved with a neckline that rests at the collarbone. And then on top of that, I'm like, it's in the Middle East. It's fucking it's hot. hot over there. Yeah. So if she wants to show her arms, like, who cares? Had Jasmine been betrayed more accurately, she would have been far more like Cinderella, Ariel, or Belle. She would have been braver, kinder, and more modest. She would have had more grace and poise the way a princess should. The most accurate Jasmine was betrayed in Aladdin was in her purple royal engagement announcement dress. That is the Jasmine who should be sold to little girls, not the spoiled, impulsive, shrew-like tease version of her. Wow. They went, who wrote this? <laughs> this is the Washington Times. They came down hard on Jasmine. I don't feel that way about Jasmine. I don't at either. All. But I'm saying there was a controversy about her her midriff. That was a thing. But then I'm saying spoiled true like tea. Like I didn't get that from Jasmine. <sighs> Man, feminists do. <laughs> they they come I down. Mean, well, you assume it was a woman, right? Is that a woman that wrote it? That's actually a very good point. I don't even know. Let me, let me double check. Written by, watch some like uh, sexual ambiguous name as you can't even tell. <laughs> Um, who's this written by? Oh, this is a dude, Ken Shepard. He's a male feminist. <laughs> One of those like finger weight wagon, like no, it's not. It's too sexual. I was like, is he though? Is he a feminist? Because if he was, he would accept the Jasmine and and how she how she is. Well, you know, like the the not good. There there are good feminists, but the, like there's also not good feminists. They take it too far. Um, this other one is written by, I can't find the name on this one, but yeah, there was a bunch of articles written about it. Either way, I'm, I'm not, I'm both excited and not excited about this live action version because Aladdin is my favorite of all the animated Disney, uh, Disney, Disney movies to the point that not so much now, cause it's been a while since I've seen it, but I know I used to be able to recite every line, every word of dialogue, every song verbatim. I can show you the world of Aladdin, like shining, shimmering, splendid. Like I said, more than just the songs, but the lines Tell too. Tell me, Prince. Right. <laughs> ah, salam and good evening, worthy friends. Ah, come here, look, come closer. 
<laughs> oh wow, the intro guy. That's why I said I, every. I just said every line of dialogue. Wow, that's impressive. <laughs> All right. If 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 I were to go back and watch it, it would it would come back to me. But it's been a while since I watched Aladdin. Compliment, compliment, hookah and coffee maker also makes julienne fries. We're not brick. We're not brick. Oh, it broke. <laughs> <laughs> That's adorable. <laughs> so you're you're hesitant on if the remix can be worth it or not? Yeah, because even even like the live action Beauty and the Beast, I was like, it's nice, but uh. I agree with you. The live action Beauty and the Beast, I probably never watch that again. Like I would just watch the original. Yeah, I won't. Yeah, basically. So I also don't think it's like I, I hope it's more. So I hope it's more Jungle Book than it's Beauty and the Beast because Jungle Book I would watch again. Yeah, but they change that a lot too. Like I don't, I don't want them to change Aladdin. <laughs> it's no, weird. It's like, but then why are you making it then? You might as well remake it, right? But it's, it's I don't know. It's a Catch Twenty Two. Yeah, ah, I don't know. I don't, I'm with yeah, you. Though. I don't know. I feel you. I can't wait to move on when they butcher it because <laughs> I know they're gonna butcher that one. <laughs> yeah, that one. I'm. I'm more. That's one of my favorites. I'm more cautious about Mulan, mm-hmm. <laughs> especially when I say we're not having any music. Fuck you! You better have B Man in there. I'm gonna sing it in the theater <laughs> where there's supposed to be B Man. I'm gonna start singing in the middle of the theater. <laughs> like the training, I was out of nowhere here in the back of the theater. Be a man. You must be swift as a course. <laughs> like, that's that? where you're gonna get kicked out. <laughs> I will be kicked out singing. <laughs> I'm gonna go viral. <laughs> well, speaking of something that went viral, the glass trailer. That everybody's excited about. We keep him heavily sedated. But there is a reason for that. He's too smart for them. You won't be lonely anymore. You have two new friends. The three of you think you have extraordinary gifts like something out of a comic book. I've developed an effective treatment for this disorder. The light will force a different identity to take over. Por favor, senora. I want my headphones back. Step away from the controls now, little doctor. Can't beat the beast! So you're not going to shake my hand and let me walk out of here? (laughs) Good for you. What do you want? I am here to see if tales of the extraordinary being are true. May I meet the beast? I'm Mary Reynolds. I need your abilities to get us all out of here and show the world we exist. That sounds like the bad guys teaming up. Do you believe you are an avenging angel, partner? I believe avengers. I have to get out of here before he gets out. They are contained. They always underestimate the mastermind. It has begun, David. I've found someone who will require your full potential. You shouldn't be hiding in the shadows. You might want to try and stop us. A lot of people are going to die. Uh, people, it's like, we're living in a, a bizarre world. People are excited about an M. Night Shyamalan movie. What? What's going on? I mean, I was telling you earlier, I am more excited for Glass and that universe than I am for X-Men Dark Phoenix and that universe. Facts. <laughs> like, what the, what kind of world is this? 
Well, both star and James McAvoy. Yes, Professor X is in both. In one, he has mind powers, and the other one, he's kind of psychotic, <laughs> and he's also the Beast. But it's like, I have a feeling. Of course, the movie's gonna. I have a feeling the movie's gonna end with now everybody knows about supers, and then there are other supers showing up in this world. Let's make a bigger universe. I mean, in my shit, I want to be stupid not to capitalize. Assuming the movie's good, I would like for that to be the the ending of the movie. Like I would like for this world to, expand but also makes more. it, but also kind of makes if they do that, it makes me wonder what took twenty plus years. I'm not saying I want future movies, but I would like them to have the world expand to the point where it could be other movies. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't have to actually have a sequel or spinoff after this. Oh, if this is successful, there's gonna be more movies. Yeah, especially considering Shyamalan doesn't really have anything else. Like he tried to do other things, and they fell flat on his face. <laughs> I heard the, he gave like an interview and his excuse for the bad run of his films were he was raising his kids. So it was, what does that mean? <laughs> some of his choices. He blames his children. Kind, I mean, a little bit. <laughs> he, the way he, he was phrasing it was basically like choices like The Last Airbender was because his kids were growing up and he wanted his kids to be able to watch his movies. And he feels like a lot of his edge was lost while he was raising his kids. So the other... Movies he made that were kind of crappy, they were because he was preoccupied raising kids. I don't know if that's true. I was gonna say I feel like that's. I don't know if that's true, but the, since but since he's the kids have apparently grown up and got out of the house, that's when he's the resurgence for in my Shyamalan started happening with um Devil, The Visit, uh, and Split. So I mean. I don't know if he's like retroactively making that up to be like, no, 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 no. There was a reason why I sucked. Yeah. <laughs> like, I feel like that's the biggest pile of horse shit. It could be. Because <laughs> I'm like, you could still raise your kids and make good movies. That's there are plenty of true. people that are writing and directing movies that have kids that's and they're doing good things. That's also true. But I'm like, just saying. Because I've read the story that, yeah, the reason he wanted to make Last Airbender was because he saw his daughter, or I think it was his son, one of his children, they were watching it. And he was like, oh, what is this? And he sat and watched it with them. And did he, he was like, oh, that, No, he didn't. <laughs> he did not watch it He watched it like them. one episode. <laughs> and was like, oh, this time. is good. I, would th- I think I want to make this for a live action. But it's like. <laughs> First mistake. But, but, okay, that being said, though, this trailer looks great. I mean, everything they're doing with uh, Glass being almost Joker-esque. Where apparently, since he was arrested at the end of Unbreakable, it seems like he's gone to like a catatonic, yeah. very Joker esque in the Dark Knight. Yeah. Dark Knight Returns, exact same thing. And then, conveniently, of course, when I guess maybe um, I forgot their names, but when Unbreakable, I guess fights Split, they both get sent to the same uh, psychiatric facility with him, which reawakens his crazy Lex Luthor or Jokerness. And then he wants to team up with Split, who's a genuine supervillain, to, and I like this concept too, to push Unbreakable, Bruce Willis, I don't remember his name, his character's name. It's been so, like, I don't remember anything. I don't remember the, anything about that movie. And I've seen it, and I liked it when I saw it. I do remember that, but other than other than that, I don't remember shit about that I remember movie. Highlights. I need to go back and watch it. Like, his weakness is water. That's, I have the Blu-ray. Of course you do. <laughs> but, but it's a Blu-ray I've seen. Cause I like I said I've seen the movie. I remember highlights like when he was bench pressing with his son there. See, I don't remember shit. You remember that? I don't remember shit. I just the only thing that was I, a cool scene. The only thing I remember is he was the only survivor of a train wreck or whatever yes, train that's crash. That's how we started. The only thing I remember. That's it. That's it. So you remember the reveal at the end where 
glass reveals that he was the one that did it. I don't remember shit. Oh wow. That, but that was a good scene when he's bench pressing, when he starts to put together that he might be superhuman and he's putting on more and more plates onto his bench press to the point where he uses every plate he has. And I think at one point his son even holds onto the bar as well when he lifts it. He's like, oh my God, I'm super strong. And his weakness is water. So at the end, he wrestles some guy into a pool and that's, that's what fucks him up, I guess. I don't know. But And you see elements of that in this trailer too. So he doesn't take showers. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think so. he can't swim. So it's like if you submerge him, he's fucked. I guess. <laughs> Just like take a shower. <laughs> ah, <I> burst. <laughs> but Glass's whole thing in this trailer slash this movie seems to be he wants to push Unbreakable to his full potential, and because you know his body is frail, he can't do that. So he's gonna manipulate a real supervillain split into being his arch nemesis, which I think was like, oh, that's, this is a really cool way to continue a superhero origin. In like a grounded kind of way. And I even like the things they were doing with um uh apparently they could and this is all like science fiction bullshit science, but he has multiple personality disorder. And the way they can switch personalities is flash. like, like a like a big flash Yeah, like a big neuralizer contraption. And you, every time you press it, he switches personalities. Pretty weak science, but a cool concept. And it's very superhero y, I think. Which I guess is the way to bring out the beasts willingly. Uh-huh. Rather than just be random like it was in this in Split, yeah. Um, but everything I liked, everything I saw in this, him, looks even like as the girl cheap, is, looks like the girl is coming back from Split. Which girl? That looked, at least, that looked like at least a, I thought it was her, the the main girl from Split. Oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The girl that survived. Yeah. Oh no, was it the girl that survived? Or was it his doctor? I don't remember. No, no, no. The the younger girl. Okay, yeah. So the one that survived. Um, but I mean, even the things that I would have laughed at, like uh, him. <laughs> running like an animal through the lawn or whatever. Uh-huh. That looks so... How do they, do they use wires for that or something? Yeah, they do. Okay, because it looks so weird. But I'm like, I'm with it. You know, butt naked James McAvoy crawling on the ceiling. I'm with it. <laughs> I'm, I'm down for this. I'm down for butt naked James McAvoy. <laughs> is he like... Is it CG that makes him look so ripped? Or is he just that ripped? No, I think he's. I think he got ripped for that role. Okay. And he's just flexing the entire time. Yeah. Because when he like, I'm like, damn, son, your traps are ridiculous. <laughs> I'm like, all right, Fresh X, calm down. <laughs> yeah, I think that. Yeah, I, I mean, I could be, I don't know, but I think that's him. Or it could be like a body double. No, you would be able to tell. Yeah. I also like the fact that Glass's mom comes back from Unbreakable. And she's like such a oh, mom. Oh, that's his mom? Yeah, that's his mom. I thought that was like his wife or something. No, no, that's his mom. Because the whole thing was like, he was. Because I, was like, I was like, if that's his mother, I feel like she'd be much older. Cause he's already right? he's yeah. already old. Yeah, no, that's his mom though. Cause he was taking care, like his family was helping take care of him. Like he like he owned like a comic book store or whatever museum. I don't know, but I just like the fact that she was like such a mom. Even to a supervillain, she was still such a supportive black mom. Which is like, oh my baby. Everyone always underestimates this, the the mastermind. I forget what she said, but basically yeah. like that. Everyone always underestimates the mastermind. <laughs> but I was just like, is she a villain too? Because I'm like, why? No, she's a supportive mom. <laughs> Supporting your murderous yes. son. <laughs> yes. No. That doesn't make her a villain. Even the black, even, good mother. even the mom in Black Lightning was like, I I like the fact you were life was easier when you were dead. Because <laughs> now I don't have to worry about you on the streets. <laughs> nope, she's a supportive mother. Um, was there anything else in the trailer that was cool? I mean, they showed him kind of tussling with Split. I forgot his name, but I don't know. I'm down for it. Everything about this trailer I loved. Yeah, I'm down. I legit, I legit, when I'm more excited, I'm hyped 
after watching the split or the uh, oh, the glass trailer. Wa- don't get hyped about anything. <laughs> oh, that's good. <gonna, laughs> <Yeah. laughs> ready. War ready. I mean, it's gonna be bad. <laughs> well, look, I'm just saying. I'm more hyped. I was hyped into this trailer, like Kaokin times ten beyond what I was for X Men Dark Phoenix. Okay, that's I don't sad. Even, I'm not even looking for. I'm. <sighs> Yeah, I know. It doesn't matter. Yeah. I'm just saying. <laughs> Those are my words for Dark Phoenix. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so uh, moving on. We didn't even ta- we we didn't talk Attack on Titan this week. Oh shit! That's right. No, so we missed. It's two episodes that we missed. But the 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 episode that aired today was like the last episode of this half of the season. They're now going so on. So what next week? They're now going on hiatus until April of 2019. Damn. Yeah. Damn, it's basically the end of the season. Then might as well be. No, no, no. There's 25 episodes this uh, season. No, I'm just saying like the break is so oh, long. Yes, very long. Like yeah. the, um, that's around the time my hero season four is gonna come out around April. April. I don't know the exact month, but like I'm just saying. <laughs> April? No, but it's, it's, what a, month is it? <laughs> it's, a, it's around that time. Okay. So like next next spring. Yeah, it's like six months away. Fuck. That's, that's a like, big ass gap. That's like a half a year, bruh. Basically. Jesus. All right. So I don't know what, maybe, I don't know if they got a, they didn't finish animating it. Then I'm like, then why release season three? Well. Wait till right. you're done. I guess so we'll recap the last two episodes next week then. No rush since it's not coming back for a, for a long minute. Yeah, so April 2019, they're gonna, they're gonna go into that next next arc mm. of Attack on Titan. So that just means we gotta have more animator review. I mean, I'm talking about Seven Deadly, deadly Sins I'm next about seven week. Deadly, I'm, and uh, I've been looking up trying to uh, start the Goblin Slayer. Oh no! Have you have you? Oh, you haven't watched it. I haven't watched it. Do you know anything about it? I don't know anything about it. Why do you want to watch it? Because I, I saw reviews about it, like saying, oh, it's the most darkest anime ever. I've seen it. <laughs> Why are you showing me that face? I just said, I, uh, yeah, I haven't seen anything. Bruh. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. Yeah, you want to talk about that next week? I mean, and, and plus we talked about, like, it can't be worse than Devil May Cry, baby. Oh, your face? <laughs> So it's worse than Devil May Cry, baby? Yes. <laughs> it's worse. Okay. See, it's that makes crazy. me more that makes me more excited to yeah, check you it might, out. You might love it, actually. <laughs> 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 you fucking weirdo. <laughs> yeah, bro. It's Ah. And and for you who have, who doesn't know anything about it, don't just go home and watch it. Don't if you don't know anything about what's what happens in the plot or anything, just watch it. Cause <laughs> I can't even. I I can't even say anything. But do you like? Do you uh, aside from the darkness? Do you like it? At least <laughs> this is why we need to do YouTube because your face. <laughs> yes. Y- y- yeah. I don't. I don't know. Yes. It's. It's so shocking. Just watch it. <laughs> <laughs> I got no words, bro. Okay. Like, when, like, I, when the thing happens, and you'll know when it happens. How many episodes? Is it how many it's episodes? Only episode oh, so it's far. only one episode. It's only one episode. Oh, okay. I thought it was more than that. No, just one. But people were worried 
fans of this were worried that they were going to tone it down in the anime from what it is in the manga. And it didn't. And... <laughs> Devil Man Cry Baby, Attack on Titan. I- I'm trying to think of dark animes we've watched. Nothing compares. Like, okay. And it's because it does this thing where it's like, you think it shows me one thing, and it sets it up with all these tropes. It's like, oh, okay. Like Madoka Magica. That's actually the best comparison I can think of. Madoka Magica... But worse. <laughs> <laughs> worse. Okay. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Goblins are fucked up, dog. <laughs> well, that's why you need a Goblin Slayer. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Stay tuned. If if you out there uh, haven't seen Goblin Slayer, watch it before next week so we can talk about it. Because. Based on your reaction, you need to be 17 or older. <laughs> you d- No, you do. You don't, mm-mm, you can't be underage for this. I mean, you can if you, whatever. But <laughs> you shouldn't be. Now I'm like, I'll put it on. I'm like, put it on right now. I want to watch it with you in the room. <laughs> like, legit, I was alone when I watched it. I, I, I looked around like, I'm like, that needs, to be a, that needs to be a Patreon episode. Jordan and Michael watching Goblin Slayer for the first, this first time. Yeah, dude. Because I'm like, now I'm like, I'm curious. I'm like super curious. I mean, we now. haven't. We're gonna do BVS for our commentary thing for Patreon this this time around. Did you want to do Goblin Slayer? But I mean, I guess BVS is longer though. Yeah, yeah. It's it's only like a twenty plus minute anime episode. Yeah, I was gonna say plus it's one episode. All right, all right, now we're gonna we're gonna talk about it on the podcast for everybody. But uh. <laughs> <laughs> Some shit, bruh. <laughs> Some shit. Like your reactions get me excited. <laughs> I, I bet. I swear to God, I'm catching a nerd boner. I swear to God, if you watch this and you're like, "That's it," I'll be like, "We can't be friends anymore." <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's it's almost porn. It gets crazy. Okay. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> I have a feeling. I have a feeling I'm gonna watch it. Be like, what was that? That was it. There's no way. <laughs> then we need it. Cause I, even, cause even how you reacted to Mary Poppins, you're like, what? She's she fucking flying on a. Okay, that's jokes. That's me joking no, around. No, that's you being that's, serious. That's me joking. You're freaked out about her going into a bathtub. She is a witch, <laughs> but I'm joking. This are, are you though? Yeah, I'm joking. <laughs> but this is, I'm not joking. This did a thing where I was like, can they do that in anime? <laughs> is this mainstream? Is this okay? All right. I mean, it's on the internet. It's on the internet. It's not playing. It's not like. It's I mean, playing. but it aired somewhere in Japan. You know what I'm saying? This wasn't just like. Yeah, but Japan has anime where people are getting fucked by octopus. Or, oh, Food Wars? <laughs> is it, or is it. What's the plural of octopus? Octopuses? Octopi? Octopuses? Octopi? Octopi? I don't know. Octopi? <laughs> just watch it. Okay. <laughs> Again, it's like a Buffy reference. Where your arch nemesis but yeah, okay, I'm, I'm definitely, I need to watch golf. Like I said, now I don't even want to, I don't even want to go home and watch it. Now I, I want to watch it with you next to me. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, if you want to hold out, we can watch it next week before the podcast, and we record it for the podcast. But you know, I'm not gonna tell that's, you. That's to, that's too long. It's too that's long. A whole week. <laughs> okay. Anyway, so. Uh, I, I don't even want to talk about. I don't even want to talk about anything else. I'm, I'm want to talk about this goblin. Slayer. He's so curious. Yeah, I'm so curious. I thought you said goblin slayer. I was like, what? 
you want to watch that? Yeah. People, and then they were also talking about uh, Regis, the man, was talking about it on the chat. Oh, no. He didn't really say much about it. He was just like, I'm watching Goblins today right now. But if, and he's, I think he said something about kids don't watch it. Yeah, no, he That's right. the only thing he said, but that 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 didn't get me interested. I wish I could get Jamie back on the podcast just to talk. I would be really, really curious what she would feel about I'm like, that. We've been trying to get Jamie since episode 100. She still hasn't sent in her message. No. She like She's busy in Korea, I guess. I don't know. She doesn't love us. <laughs> yeah, she doesn't love us anymore. But uh, what people do love, apparently, is Venom still is holding strong at the number one at the box office. And uh, as of right now, it made $378 million worldwide. And in its second weekend, it's made $35.7 million. Mm. So it's still, it's still number one. And uh, I believe A Star is Born is still number two. A Star is Born is number two. So yeah, A Star is Born is number two. So they're both pretty strong at the box office, which you still haven't seen A Star is Born. I know you don't going to watch A Star is Born because you're trash, but you need to watch A Star is Born. Ah, la la But yeah, so those are the top two. And uh, 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 what's his name? The First Man with uh, Ryan, Ryan Gosling. Yeah, is number three. And uh, Goosebumps 2, Haunted Halloween, debuted I didn't even at know that four. came out. I didn't know that came out either. But it looks like a super low-budget version of the first one. Jack I Black's didn't, I really didn't see it. the first one. You didn't see the first one? No, but I used to watch the Goosebumps sure, show. I said, sure. <laughs> Have you watched it recently? No, I haven't watched it recently. It has not aged well. <laughs> um, but that's... A lot of those 90s shows, even Xena, you go back and well, watch... You go back and watch. Go back and watch Xena's like it hasn't aged well. And I said the same thing about Buffy. Yeah, but some of the some things have aged better than others. Like, um, I think Are You Afraid of the Dark has aged better than Goosebumps. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, Goosebumps is. Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> you go back and watch like the sequel world of Alex Mack. You're just like, Ooh. oh Jesus, no. Even <laughs> then, I was like, that water puddle effect was super shitty. <laughs> I'm an Alan Strange guy anyway. I tried to find that on uh, Fire Stick. It's not on there. Of course it's not. Racist. Racist. <laughs> <laughs> but you Alex Mack is, though. Oh, Alex Mack is on there because I, I was able to find it. I couldn't Racism. Find, I couldn't find Alex Strange. Did they have a crossover? I don't. Did they? I feel like they did. I don't. Where it was Alan Strange wasn't a spinoff? No, he's an alien. I know he's an alien, but I, I wanted to say there was like a crossover episode. Keep talking. I, I think know. it was a spinoff between something else. Was it? I don't remember. I'll look it up. Ectophase! Activate! It's Whoa. not the same thing, but... <laughs> Whoa. It's Mass Rider. You don't know Mass Rider? I remember... I'm surprised you remember Mass Rider. What the fuck you mean? I watched Mass Rider. Yeah, but people usually just, like, dismiss that because, like, a Power Ranger ripoff. I liked Mass Rider. Oh, okay. I, was, I was upset it got canceled. Mass Rider. Mass Rider. <laughs> Let's see. Alex Mack. Continue. Uh, so yeah, because Venom made money, uh, they, they said a sequel is now greenlit and that also gives Sony the more backing to do all these other projects. So Morbius is going to start shooting pretty soon. Who cares? Oh no. (laughs) And the screenwriter for Craven the Hunter said that the adaptation for the Craven the Hunter movie that they're going to be doing is going to be Craven's last hunt. 
And it's going to feature Spider-Man. Wait, what? Yes. The screenwriter said, uh, his name is... What? What is, what is his name? <laughs> so they have that power for Craven. Why did they have that power for Venom? <laughs> Richard, Richard Wank. He says... <laughs> Wank. Shut the fuck up. Give <laughs> me some butthead. <laughs> but he said, Sergey Kravenov will indeed, quote, come face to face with Spider-Man. He said, uh... His screenplay is going to adhere very closely to the lore of Craven of Craven the Hunter. What we're all circling is the infamous Craven's Last Hunt. Whether this is a precursor for the, for that movie, whether this is the the precursor for that movie, whether we'll include it, we're talking about it. But he's saying, yeah, uh, he's writing the first draft right now, and and uh, he's he's gonna ha- he's gonna have Spider Man at least in the first draft. Spider Man is in it. In his first draft, okay. Well, so that could, that could vary. That could change. That could change. Yeah, that could change. Because in Joss Whedon's first draft of Avengers, Ant Man and the Wasp were in it. Yeah, so that's a misleading title. But Craven's Last Hunt, though, like that's but a pretty say, dark need, way. If you're gonna do Craven's Last Hunt, that's Spi- yeah. You need Spider. You need Spider Man. But he kills Spider Man in that. He does. So or he thinks he yeah kills. yeah quote unquote he thinks kills. he kills Spider Man. Yeah, but still. And also, it's weird because then he isn't that the 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 uh, story where he pretends to be Spider Man. Like he takes Spider Man's suit and yeah, yeah. So he's gonna he's gonna stab a little kid, <laughs> take his his suit that won't fit him because he's a grown man. <laughs> so I saw a theory that's saying like, which I'm like, yeah, that can make sense, but I don't like it because it doesn't have any weight to it. Okay, that. They can't have Tom Holland Spider Man, but they could do like Ben Riley. But the, what? That wouldn't Ex- make any sense, though. Exactly. Okay. Never. <laughs> <laughs> I hate that theory already. <laughs> like so, yeah. In the sense that you can have your you can have your Spider Man cake and eat it too, like having a Spider Man in that universe, just not having to be Tom Holland. But you could do like, not. It could be a Spider Man clone, but it doesn't necessarily have to be a Tom Holland actor clone. So it could be an actor that's That is way too confusing. It is. But like, that's their way that that's that's their way of saying they can have they they can have their Spider Man cake without having Tom Holland. Too confusing. I'm confused just listening to you. <laughs> <laughs> like, nah, so I don't want that. Yeah, so, I can't find anything about the Alan Strange Alex Mack thing. Maybe I'm maybe I'm crazy. Yeah, I think you are crazy. Maybe that's what I always wanted as a kid. Maybe, maybe <laughs> Why would they cross over? <laughs> Make a universe. <laughs> a Nickelodeon verse. Uh, Clarissa explains that all could have been it. <laughs> no. How would she explain the? She wouldn't be able to explain it all. I can't explain this. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, but but on Craven, I mean, I I can't see Spider-Man being in it only because, like, why would they give Craven the rights to Tom Holland Spider-Man but not Venom? That's what I was just saying. It won't be Tom Holland. That's It'll that's be a different Spider-Man. Nothing else makes sense though. Like if you do that. At that point, bring in, fuck it, make it a separate universe, but make it the Sony-verse and have Andrew Garfield be your Spider-Man in that Sony-verse. We don't know what happened after Spider-Man 2. These are all just continuations of that universe. I don't know. I, I don't want any of it either way. But then you can get Andrew what is, Garfield, what is Tom Cra- Holland crossover. But what is, is Craven outside of Spider-Man? Uh, more, I, so, more so than Venom. He... You can't. Yeah, he he's even more. You need Spider Man. Otherwise, he's just a a game hunter. Yeah, it's not interesting. 
Who who is he? as a hero? Who who is his villain? I kill animals. I'm like, I'm like <laughs> all right, but yeah, but I'm like, who is gonna be his villain? Rhino. But then I'm like, who's fuck? Ra- you just made the movie. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> but then it's. Uh, do you want to see? No, exactly. <laughs> I don't. Exactly. <laughs> I don't want any of this shit. I want these movies to stop. And because Venom was kind of successful, now they're just em- like emboldened to do it. It's like, like I said, Venom. You could, you could do a, you could do a Venom type verse without Spider Man. I just said his origin. You need Spider Man, but going forward, you could do Venom movies without a Spider Man. But Craven the Hunter, can you? Because once you're done with Carnage, what else is there? Like you're done. Are you going to do, you've already got well, Wyatt, are you going to do like the, the six symbiotes or whatever, well, you Maximum could, Carnage? You, you could argue that you could go more, you could you could do more of like where like Venom came from and focus on like, maybe he can go back to Clintar. Oh my God, I do not want to see that. You want to see Planet granted, of Symbiotes? Granted, granted it's Eddie Brock, but you could do like an Agent Venom. Agent Venom would be cool, but not Eddie Brock. Yeah, that's what I said. It's Eddie Brock though, so you wouldn't be it wouldn't be Flash Thompson, but you could still do that. Just say it's just say Eddie Brock is Agent Venom as they should have just to, done an Agent Venom. Like, that's, instead, they, that's what they should have done. Yeah, instead of doing the Eddie Brock story, you could have done Flash Thompson out the door. Have it be an experimental But even then, like a lot of Eddie Brock stuff, I mean a lot of Flash Thompson stuff, he 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 teamed up with like the Guardians. Yeah. But I don't know, the concept of like it's a more interesting movie to me. A super soldier secret agent with the symbiote suit who only can walk with the aid of the symbiote, but at the same time the symbiote is like vying for control. So like he's, he's in control when he's like, you know, cause at the, at the beginning of the age of Venom was, was that it was a lot of him only being able to wear a suit for a certain amount of time. Otherwise he starts venoming out and start becoming like the Eddie Brock venom. And it was an interesting, like, you know, uh, fighting against your inner demon kind of story. But Eddie Brock just being an anti-hero out the door is like, that's not interesting. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm a loser. <laughs> we're both losers. Yeah, we're both losers. <laughs> like, I don't what? I don't want to, I don't want Venom the loser. I want Venom the fucking terrifying monster. This earth's kind of beautiful. No! <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. But yeah, so, Craven, I don't want it. Ditto. Well, speaking of something else that people didn't want, <laughs> has, Iron Fist has officially been canceled. <laughs> so we know how Jordan feels. <laughs> has officially been canceled after two seasons on Netflix. Yo, when I saw that announcement, I almost felt my chair laughing. I'm like, ah! So yeah, it is the first to fall of the Defender show. I mean, and I mean, honestly, it was overdue. Honestly, yeah, it was overdue. But at the same the fact time, that they I'm gave like, it a second chance. Universally, almost universally panned that first season, and it's like, let's give it a second shot. And it's like, well. It was better than the first season, but it was just, it was all right. But I don't, but, but, because, but because of that, that's why I'm like, if you, if you would have said this after the first season, I'd have been like, duh, yes. But season two, I'm like, eh, I'm kind of disappointed. You know what it is? Because it gave the Asian girl powers. Racist. <laughs> that's what I'm, that's, immediately, that's what I thought. Cause I was like, so as soon as they make the chick who's like, like this, the, the minority character have powers, and it seemed like they were kind of, pushing Iron Fist to the side. It was like, well, if it can't be Iron Fist, then what's the point of this show? Canceled. <laughs> yeah, because I think the general consensus was most people hated season one, but I think people were more or less on board. Not on board, but they were like... No, they were on board because once you taste shit like the first season, everything else tastes like fucking ice cream. 
So they everybody ate that second season up. I've seen people say like it was an amazing season. No, like, it wasn't. It wasn't amazing. Like your your standards have gotten was, really low. But it was guys. definitely a step up. So no, because, for sure it was. So because of that, I'm like I'm kind of disappointed. But I mean, I see where they're coming from because if if their step up was still just okay, you know what I mean? Like why why are you continuously investing in this series? That's true. Yeah, it's like if they had blown us out of the water, if it had been like a daredevil level season, then I'd be like, all right, I can see why like they shouldn't have canceled it. But being it what it was, just mediocre at best, I'm like, yeah, all right, get rid of it. I don't care. I and I'm the guy that once I I was all hyped about that ending with Colleen being the true successor to the Iron Fist and stuff like that. But even I'm like, eh, I can do without it. Have Danny Rand end well, up? We are doing without it exactly. <laughs> Have Danny Rand end up in a Luke Cage next season? Have do Heroes for Hire? How about that? But that's what they're saying. They're saying even though Iron Fist was canceled, Entertainment Weekly is saying that just because it's canceled doesn't mean that Finn Jones and Danny Rand are done. Like, like he's gonna show up in the other shows. Better bring Colleen. Don't be racist. That, and that's and that's the other thing that's too. Like, I know that I really don't want to like I like Colleen. I don't want to see the end of her character. I feel like that's what's gonna happen. Like they feel I want to see like a Daughters of the Dragon spinoff. Like, cancel Iron Fist and take Colleen and Misty Knight and put them in their own show. And I then have... Could, just make Heroes for Hire. Like, no. you could have all these characters in Heroes for Hire. Because, funny enough, it's like a, a nail in the coffin. It's like, Iron Fist is canceled, but also on the news, Luke Cage is expected to have a season three. Renewed. Mm. For season three. Okay. Well, that's, that's fine. What's wrong with that? Because it's not Heroes for Hire. That's my, oh, that's it's what still I was saying. called Luke Cage. Yeah, it's still Luke Cage. But then I'm also like, it's kind of like a, a stabbing, a stab in the gut. Where it's like, because it, it came out basically same it, time. Yeah, <laughs> fuck Iron Fist. Boy, Iron Fist is canceled, but Luke Cage is gonna get renewed. That's why I just call it Heroes for Hire the brand at this point. You want to keep calling Luke Cage? People know what that show, well, no, show cause, is. Because 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 it's still gonna be about Luke, Luke Cage. Yeah, Luke Cage and his world. It's not like, it's not a Heroes for Hire. But I feel like we're at the point in his story where it should be Heroes for Hire. Like it well, ends no, cause with, it ended with him more or less being Shadowland. Like, yeah. Basically. His version so of Shadowland. Not, that's not really a Heroes for Hire. But then you Cause it seems like he's gonna be going then. he's gonna be going dark. Have him go dark, but then have the other heroes come in. So maybe all right, so maybe the other heroes will be in that season and then by the end of that season we'll be ready for Heroes for Hire. Because I assume his friends are what's gonna bring him back from the brink. So, right, so I guess at that—that's what I would hope. Yeah, so maybe then so you're maybe open this, for Heroes. Yeah, Fire? maybe this will be the last season that is Luke Cage, and then it's Heroes. Cancel Jessica Jones too. There's no reason to have a season three of Jessica Jones. No, Jessica Jones is still. They said they were in a season three. Yeah. Why? People, people like Jessica Jones season two. I didn't. Who? I have not met one person who has finished season two. Of Jessica Jones is like, I loved it. Oh, I saw a couple people said Jessica Jones season two was better than season one. Exactly. I mean, they're not like they're lying to you. They're not like movie critics, but it's just like because you know I'm part of a lot of geek groups on Facebook and stuff like that. So that's crazy. The best the best episode of season two of Jessica Jones. Like somebody's like, why didn't anybody tell me Jessica Jones season two was so amazing? What you drinking? Yeah, what you what were you watching? Yeah, like what? The best episode Jessica Jessica Jones season two, and I'm a Jessica Jones fan. Was the episode where Kilgrave comes back and it's like a thing in her head. He's not actually alive. I, I, like I said, I haven't finished season two. Most people haven't <laughs> because it's not gripping because her story is done and they've already mined her entire backstory in season two. So there's no, I couldn't, I, I couldn't tell you what season three would be about. Like there was no like setup for something else. 
it's, it's almost like her story ended in season two almost in the same place her story ended in season one. They're just spinning wheels at this point. Fucking bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Man. I don't even know what to say. But yeah, I've, and I've said this plenty of times before, like, the only character that works for a solo show is Daredevil. Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, and Iron Fist, they're all together. Like, Jessica Jones and Luke Cage are married. They have a child together. So it's like, there's too much crossover between those three characters. Misty Knight and Danny. Granted, 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 granted. I do not want to see Finn, Finn, the Finn Jones version. And Misty Knight. And Misty, like, I can't, I don't see that's any. All, that's, that's like uh, vinegar I don't see water. any. Uh, yeah, I don't see any <laughs> chemistry between them. Zero. Not even like a like a tease of it. No, nothing. nothing. <laughs> like he's not, he's not sway enough. He's too white. <laughs> he's way too white. Yeah. No offense, Finn Jones. <laughs> yeah. He's not like I said. He's not sway enough to get with uh. Yeah, he got some swag in the comic. Yeah. Not so much in the show. In the comic, I'm like, I'd sleep with, I'd sleep with Danny Rand. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> but in this version, like the most swag he's had was in that one episode of Luke Cage. How fleeting that was. <laughs> Agreed. Yeah. But, so yeah, like I said, there's too much cross. That, that, they just need to merge the shows together. Agreed. I'm waiting for it. To have Jessica Jones. Jessica Luke Jones. Fine, have Cage, Jessica Jones Iron finally Fist. marry Luke Cage. Yeah. Hopefully she's in season three of Luke Cage more. Or at all. She wasn't even in season two. Yeah. Hopefully. Yeah. Not especially now that... Uh, what's Claire's it? gone. Claire's yeah. gone. Oh, Rosario Dawson, you were too good for that show anyway. <laughs> My bang. Anyway, so in some duh news, but I guess now it's officially confirmed, but Ryan Coogler is coming back to write and direct Black Panther season, I mean Black Panther 2. Good. <laughs> Which I was like, they would be stupid not to have him come back, but I guess now it's officially all the contracts have been signed, it's pen to paper, and everything's confirmed, so yeah. He's coming back. Also, something that is coming back. Spider-Man, Far From Home, which we already know, but set photos of... So we're finally talking about the damn set photos? Or before you want to talk, I don't want to talk about Mysterio because he fucking... Uh, yeah, you but, see a quick clip of him. But, Myster- but Mysterio was different. He was far away? Because it was far away. You All couldn't right. see shit. All but right. the set photos of the Spider-Man suit... Because okay. they were right here in New York. They were, yeah, they were right here in New York yeah. on 33rd Street. Which I'm like, why couldn't this have happened right when I'm getting off of work? <laughs> too convenient. It's too convenient. But yeah, you see the pictures of him and Zendaya. Yep. MJ. Who's looking purtier, so I'm guessing she's in her Mary Jane transition. Uh, she's not Mary Jane. Mary Jane should be white, Jordan. Her MJ transition, yeah. whatever. She's the Mary Jane of this universe. Fuck you, I all refu- the haters. I refuse to accept she's Mary Jane. I hate people like that. <laughs> I, I, saw, I saw that comment just this week. I I see it all the time. It's like the... The go-to argument for people that don't like her being the Mary Jane of that universe. She's not Mary Jane. She's what's what's her name? Melissa. Mar- Melissa. Is it Melissa? Melissa something. Whatever. MJ. MJ. Yeah. yeah. Michelle. Michelle. There you go. Yeah. But yeah, so the 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 outfit looks superior Spider-Man ish with the P- a lot of with things. with the PS4 logo. <laughs> oh yeah, with the white. Yeah. Yeah, the white. Um. It's reminiscent of the Assassin Spider-Man suit in the comics. It's reminiscent of the Shield Spider-Man suit in the comics. 
I mean, in, in the Mysterio shots, we do see that he's wearing a straight up shield, like SWAT Spider-Man uniform kind of thing. Like people say it's black, but it's to me, it looks like dark blue. Oh, here we go. We're doing this gold blue thing or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I looks black to me. If it's not black, it's so dark blue that it might as well be black. It looks pretty black. It looks dark blue. Oh, here we go. <laughs> um, but it makes, I mean, it looks kind of like a, a shield variant of his suit. Cause it seems like he's working with shield. Nick Fury's in this movie. Again, we saw that the, uh, what's her face? Maria Hill. Maria Hill. She's in this movie. I mean, the, the scenes with Mysterio, like I said, he's wearing that SWAT shield Spider-Man suit, but then also you see the, sh- the shield vans kind of pull up, uh, I guess to arrest Mysterio. Um, but my first thought was, you know, this takes place after moments after Avengers four. Um, my initial fear having seen the black suit was, Oh cool. Black suit. Wait, the last time Spider-Man wore a black suit, it was after civil war in the comics. And that's when Captain America died. And this is a stretch, but he was, he was wearing the it was full, full black. It, it was, was like full the, black. It was the venom suit. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, they change, they change things for the, the movies. So I'm not saying that he's gonna go full black, but I'm saying like, what's what is the reason for the change? Why why did he go to black? Is it just because he's working with Shield? And that's Shield gave him that suit. Probably Shield gave him a new suit. Two new suits because he's wearing like I said the SWAT suit or whatever with oh, the yeah, armor. That would, yeah, yeah. I don't know, but that's my fear. I'm like, did somebody die in, in Avengers Four? And now he's I feel wearing like black. I feel like you're thinking way too much. Hey man, I'm <laughs> just saying. I can't remember him switching to black for any reason other than mourning in the comics. <laughs> yeah, I think you. I don't. I don't think that's it. It's a stretch. I'm not saying it's not. But yeah, you're Mr. Fantastic Kamala Khan. <laughs> <laughs> we shall see. I hope not. My heart couldn't take it. <laughs> but I like the suit. It looks good. But anyway, speaking of something, Wait, did you like the suit? Yeah, I like the suit. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But speaking of something, my heart couldn't take the fact that. Scarlett Johansson has landed a $15 million payday for her Black Widow move, solo movie. $15 million just to her? $15 million, $15 million just to her, yeah. Wow. Which both seems low, but at the same time, it's her first solo movie. Because you think about Robert Downey Jr., Chris Evans, they make more than that. How much does Captain America make? I know I know Robert Downey Jr. does because he got in on the, the, the gravy train like first. And he's, I don't, he I don't is know, like I don't know exactly how much he gets a percentage of the back end. Yeah, so that's he makes bank, but I don't I don't know about Captain America and Thor and them. I could look it up right now. Um, you keep talking while I look it up. Have they actually specified what the movie's about yet, or just they're just telling you how much she's gonna make? No, they just told me how much she's gonna make. Oh well, good for her, I guess. Does she need the money? She's casting everything. <laughs> she should have all the money in the world at this point. Uh, let me see. Chris Evans made... It's not telling me. <laughs> $15 billion. It's telling me how much he's made in his 10-year run at Marvel. Wow, why are they... Give out all the information, don't they? But it's not telling me how much he made for one particular movie. Like it's saying, since he started, he's made $80 million. <laughs> so you have to do the math and divide that by how many movies he's been in. <laughs> yeah, I guess you got to do that. 
but I'm pretty sure. But he's got. But I'm. But I know he's gotten a pay raise for Infinity War. But I don't know. But yeah. So, fifteen million dollars she's getting for the first movie, which is high. Which is higher than most people, because like you think about the first movie, like uh, I think Henry Cavill got like six hundred thousand dollars for his first movie. Uh, Robert Downey Jr. for the first Iron Man only got paid. I mean, Captain America got one hundred fifty thousand dollars for Captain America: First Avenger. Yeah, the first Avenger. That's Robert crazy. Downey Jr. got. I think he made five hundred. $500,000 for the first Iron Man movie. To give you reference, Chris Evans made $8 million for Infinity War. Oh, so she's, he's getting more than... Thor made $12 million for Infinity War. Black Panther made 2 to $3 million. Oh, so that so he so oh she so, getting, I, so she I was wrong. Paid. Yeah, I was wrong. <laughs> I thought they I thought they got more. Hulk got five to six million. Black Widow got Get the fuck out of here. What? For she Infinity made, she made War. More than them? She made twenty million for Infinity War. The fuck? Wait, what? She making bank, son. <laughs> what the hell? How does she get more she's than Chris? A, she's how does she get more highest, than Chris Evans and Thor? She's the second highest earner in Avengers Infinity War. So I guess number one is uh Robert Downey Jr. Doctor Strange got five million. How the fuck did she get paid more? She did nothing in that movie comparatively to everybody else. Oh I guess no! Because Scarlett Johansson. Oh the no! Name, Scarlett Johansson. Oh no! What? Thanos made six million. Okay. <laughs> that ain't right. <laughs> There's no justice. Wow, man! Star Lord made five million. How much do you think Spider-Man made? I mean, Tom Holland. It's only the second. Yeah. Three million. Yeah, I was gonna say. Woo! And here's my last one. Robert Downey Jr. How much do you think he made? He made like 50. You're exactly right. 50 yeah. million. <laughs> God damn, ScarJo. Okay, so I guess... She's I would like, assume... I don't need like, an action figure. I'm making that money. Yeah, I, I assume Chris Evans got paid way more. Nah, son. Especially considering he's had three solo movies. Why the fuck is she getting paid 20 million? She's never... She hasn't had any solo movies or anything like that. Just the name? Just ScarJo's name, I guess? I guess she's got power, but yeah, she's getting fifteen million for her solo for her first. You over here going, oh, it's so little. <laughs> well, no, I'm just saying, compared fifteen million compared to like this is her first solo movie, yeah. like it's a lot. But <laughs> meanwhile, Chris Evans is like, I got paid a hundred fifty thousand for my first solo movie. Fuck you, bitch. <laughs> so yeah, I'm saying it's a lot compared to the people that made for their first solo movie. But I'm saying it's it's a, it's a little because I was thinking about what Robert Downey Jr. gets paid. <laughs> wow, Loki. Tom Hiddleston got $8 million just to die. That's all he had to do. <laughs> that one scene he was in, he made more than most people in this freaking movie. Made more Black Panther looking at like... Made oh, more than most the... people making life. Like, nigga, I said Habambe. Anybody remember that? Habambe, <laughs> <laughs> that was me. Nobody else. <laughs> so I'm like, could I get... How do I get in this? <laughs> How much do you think they paid to Chadwick Boseman for Black Panther? For Black Panther? Yeah. Uh, this is the fun game I'm playing now. <laughs> I would probably say like a million. All right, you keep going. I'm gonna look it up. But yeah, so 15 million for her for her movie, according to Hollywood Reporter. Uh, no, yeah, it says uh Chris Evans and Hemsworth. What? It says Evans and Hemsworth also nabbed $15 million for Captain America Civil War and Thor Ragnarok. 
So how did they make fifteen million for Civil War and Ragnarok, but then for Infinity War they only made eight? You said they made eight, right? Wait, who who? I was listening. It says Chris Evans and Hemsworth got fifteen million for Civil War and Ragnarok. Oh, okay. Not not the same. Okay. But you said for Infinity War they only made eight. Yeah, they got less. Because they're not the leads of those movies. But she wasn't the fucking lead in that's what I'm saying, dog. <laughs> it ain't right, dog. <laughs> uh, wow, so for Black Chad Panther, Boseman, he got two million for Black Panther. Oh, you found that? Says it in. Oh, okay. See, I I found something where he gets point one percent of the back end for that too. So he made an extra four hundred thousand because he made like four hundred million. That's some shit, man. The movie makes four hundred million dollars plus. Well, no, the movie made seven hundred million. Oh well, this is old. This is from oh, February yeah, so he should twenty six. So he should got a she he should got an extra seven hundred thousand mm. dollars. And it's saying, his, it's saying uh, Bozeman's salary is expected to go up significantly for a Black Panther sequel. As it should. That shit broke the bank. Yeah. So yeah, ScarJo's getting paid. <laughs> money, for money, money, re- money. For <laughs> China. <laughs> and granted, I'm, I don't, I don't want it to happen. It would be kind of fucked up if they paying all this money and the movie flops. Because <laughs> people keep saying, at some point, just based on statistics, Marvel's gonna have a a, a dud. <laughs> Nobody's excited for a black a Black Widow movie, like not in this age. I mean, well, I don't want to say nobody. There's some people I read some some one, somebody in my on my Facebook page said they're more excited for a Black Widow movie than a Captain Marvel. I was like, why? No, uh, because we've been with Black Panther more, and I've I've seen Scar Joe. I don't see. I'm not excited about Brie Larson and Captain Marvel. I would agree with that if they actually had like a Avengers team in it, like if it was like Hawkeye. You know, if they like threw in a bunch of characters we knew. But if you're just selling some Black Widow by herself, I'm just like, I don't care. Yeah, I don't really. care. I don't care. I want I want Hawkeye. I want I want Shield. Well I want I want Winter Soldier. <laughs> something else that people wanted. The Disney and Fox merger. They were saying that it wasn't gonna close until like next summer. But now they're saying it's expected to close by January first. And it's gonna be done. The deal is done, done, done. By January 1st. Oh, okay. That's cool. Finish it off in the very beginning of the new year. Yeah. So, uh, what else? So, yeah. So, something else that was, we, we kind of talked about, it was kind of expected, but I didn't know it was going to be for this movie. So, it is now officially confirmed by DC Studios itself that James Gunn Oh, yes. This is news. going to be the writer of Suicide Squad 2. And he's also in talks to direct it. But why though? Well, yeah. <laughs> but why though? Um, it was expected for him to possibly go to DC. People, everybody was talking about it. Yeah. But for Suicide Squad? Mm. But wait. And really? I feel like it's the easiest. That's like the most logical transition. Like Suicide that's Squad I was just about wanted to, say, to be Guardians like, of the Galaxy. That's what I was going to say. I feel like it's the easiest answer to get James Gunn for Suicide Squad, but yeah. I feel like because the answer was so easy, I didn't think they would do it. <laughs> it's too I feel obvious. like if any, yeah, I feel like if anything, they would have got him for something else. 
Nah, man. If they and they keep pre- before this even happened, they were always pushing Suicide Squad two, and we were always like, why? What do makes you think we're gonna want to see this sequel to the movie that nobody really cared about? That everybody was disappointed by. But if you get someone like James Gunn behind the wheel, you know he's already got that raunchy sense of humor. You know what I mean? So it's true. True James Gunn is probably closer to a Suicide Squad type of tone than a Guardians of the Galaxy tone. You know what I mean? And they're also saying with that, the rumor is that they're gonna let James Gunn like do whatever he wants, like so he can do he could possibly do like a soft reboot. So it might not even be the same team. Mm, they might even better. more than likely they might keep Will Smith and Harley and, and, and yeah, Margot keep the Robbie makers, obviously because they're the ones that you know were the, the the most liked in the movie but they're on a king shark turns of like Killer Croc and all the all those other characters and Chantress <laughs> it, might, it might not be them good I was hoping they wouldn't be there <laughs> and I mean the team changes all the time in the comics yeah that's the whole point I'm down for this but at the same time I'm like I'm I'm not a fan in the sense that if they get James Gunn to go to the DC Universe, I don't necessarily want it to be... I would like to see him do something else. Why? Like, put his stamp on a property that hasn't been done already. Not something that he kind of has to conform to. to not Maybe even if it's a reboot, he still has to work his way into that what it was already established. Yeah. It might, it, it might be a completely different team, but it's still got to be the, the Amanda Waller, yeah. Viola Davis-type world. I think he'll thrive in that. That like I, I want to be. I want. I want to see his take on something that that hasn't been done already. I don't mind it. <laughs> I think it's the most logical decision because, like I said, Suicide Squad two, very, very much so wanted to be Guardians of the Galaxy with its pop. But that's kind of song. That's kind of my. Like but that's kind of my. But that's kind of my point though. We've already seen James Gunn do Guardians of the Galaxy, so now we're gonna see him just do Guardians of the Galaxy for DC. Like I want to yep. see him do something different. No, nah, I'm fine with that. <laughs> I, I think Suicide and then Squad. We also, we also didn't. We also didn't necessarily well, like Guardians if, of the Galaxy too. I mean, we liked it, but we oh. didn't. But so I'm saying, I feel like, especially since we've seen what his raunchy humor is like, I feel like this tone, like a a poppy but kind of grungy at the same time kind of movie, is perfect for him. So I feel like if they do, and I, and I also don't not like the concept of Suicide Squad. Like Suicide Squad Assault in Arkham was amazing. So if he gives so me like why hell man was amazing. Yeah, exactly. So they if they give me that kind of Suicide Squad movie with James Gunn as the director and writer, fuck yes. I don't I don't I don't need to like imagine another hero for him to take over because I I just want to see something different. I want to see a good Suicide Squad movie. And if he's gonna bring it to me, I'm for it. Now we get into the hypocrites out online that on one breath are like, fuck James Gunn, he's a piece of shit, and he touches kids. And then Suicide Squad got announced. All right, James Gunn, he's gonna be the Suicide Squad. Yeah, like no, it's, just, it's just so I mean, there, weird. No, there's still some people that say fuck James Gunn. And there are definitely some, but the majority voice wasn't fuck James Gunn when this announcement came out. It was like, all right, cool, Suicide Squad. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, I don't know. It's definitely a big middle finger to Marvel. Definitely is. Definitely is. Well, speaking of somebody else that's. Gave a big middle finger to Marvel. What? Dave Bautista. <laughs> what's the news? Oh, yeah. He wants to be in what, the movie. Yeah, what's the news drop that James Gunn is moving to uh, Suicide Squad? He tweeted, where do I sign up? <laughs> he trying to get James Gunn's board Suicide Squad. So, yeah. He's trying to get kicked out of fucking the MCU. He's trying. So, they're, they're, I mean, but when there Donald was some, there, goes, was some fan, there was some fan art with him uh, 
Bane. Justice Bane. That's a good fucking casting. I'd be super down for that. So, maybe. Bane in the Suicide Squad 2 movie with James Gunn? Fuck yes. It's already looks great. Him, Will Smith, Harley Quinn? Fuck yes. I'm down. <sighs> it's going to be sad when Drax either dies or disappears in the MCU, but that's kind of where we're heading to that's now. That's kind of where we're heading. Yeah. But, I mean, logically, it makes sense, though. Like, if he were to die when they beat Thanos, that's kind of the whole point of his character in the comics. He's a Thanos killer. He can only exist when Thanos exists. Right? Are they tied together like that in the comics? Well, not in the sense that if Thanos dies, he dies. I thought he was like that at one point. I don't think like that. Their, their fates were tied. Like, if one lives, the other lives. Like I feel like, was there a point where Drax was dead, but when Thanos got resurrected, he also came back? If that is the case, I feel I don't like know. I'm not making that yeah, up. Yeah, I don't know. I'm like, <laughs> it might be. I'm like, I don't think so, but I don't. I'll look it up while you keep talking. But uh, what else? Also, uh, so with all this resurgence of well, not resurgence, but emergence more or less of Lady Gaga becoming this possibly Oscar-nominated actress with The Star Is Born. There's a rumor going around, just like the rumor about Zendaya playing Ariel. There's a rumor that Lady Gaga is, is up for the role of Ursula in what? The Little Mermaid. Lady Gaga's Ursula? I don't want it. She better wear a fat suit. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I don't want it. Eh. If anything, I'm like, it should be a big, uh, uh, either a fat black woman yes, or a fat drag queen. I mean, she was based on a drag queen. She was right? based on a drag queen, a white drag queen. Mm-hmm. I'd rather a big fat black woman. I always me, thought me, Ursula me was too. black. <laughs> I always thought Ursula was black too. <laughs> Abuga Saluga Conwins of the Caspian Sea. Wow, you actually know what the chant is? You know too many fake spells. It's kinda it's kinda scary. Awe due dumbbella. Here we go with this. Tom <laughs> comes on in a half an hour. The power of three will set us three free. <laughs> uh what else? Uh, fuck. Fuck. Well, I'm drawing a blank. What? Another spell. Oh, are you over here trying to think of spells? <laughs> Let the object of the objection become but a dream as I cause the scene to become un- unseen. What the fuck is that from? Charmed. Oh, okay. <laughs> or uh, not dead or not of the living. Spirits of the interregnum I call. That's Buffy. <laughs> but yeah, Lady Gaga is Ursula. You're just as bad as Mary Poppins. You're also a warlock. <laughs> I'm actually a witch. Okay, whatever. Warlock means oathbreaker, so warlock is evil. I'm not evil, so you could be a woman and be a warlock. I didn't know all that. I thought warlock was just a male witch. No, that's just something that they did on TV, but that's not uh, accurate. Okay, well. In terms of like the Wiccan religion. Clearly, I know nothing, John Snow. <laughs> you, don't, you don't know nothing. So like, if you're even on Charm, like... Males are called witches. Okay. But, uh, so, moving on. Since we're going on a witch tangent. So, the first look of uh, Batwoman has dropped. Have you seen the, f- oh, yeah, yeah, the yeah. costume? Yeah, looks good. Kate Kane. I like it. Yeah, it gets me excited. It's just comic accurate. Looks comic accurate with it the wig. It upsets me that Robin, her, and Ben Affleck will never meet each other because <laughs> they look like a great Bat family together. Yeah, like they you definitely put the pictures do. Pictures together. They definitely do. I, I'm, I'm excited. So I'm excited to see what she brings to the 
Batwoman role. She's coming in the crossover, right? She's coming in a crossover. Okay, cool. And then she gets uh, her own show. Cool. Uh, so finally, The Walking Dead. Fuck, I didn't watch the premiere. Season nine. That was last week, right? Premiered. So I mean, this is another episode out tonight. Yeah. Fuck, did you watch it? Actually, I did watch it. You did? I did. Why didn't you tell me? We could talk about it. I haven't. I haven't watched The Walking Dead since Glenn died. Wow. See, I've watched it like, like at least like last season. No. You suck. Why didn't you tell me? I couldn't watch it. But yeah, it's I the, forgot about it. The lowest rated premiere in the series history. Wasn't it the last episode? Wait, the premiere or the last episode? Or no, it's today. No, oh, no. The You're saying the premiere episode. The premiere episode. Really? I thought it was highly the rated. Lowest, no, the lowest rated premiere in series history. Wait, rated as in viewership or rated as in ratings? Like, so viewership. Yeah. Oh, okay. But I heard it was good. I, I, I've seen people saying that it was a good first episode. It was. It was oh, yeah, you've seen it. What yeah, it was all right. You don't seem that excited about it. <laughs> Cause I mean, I mean, granted, it was a lot of stuff that I was like, I don't know who these people are, but I don't even care to know who these people are. <laughs> but I mean, it was a, it was a decent, ep- it was a decent episode. Okay, but, I, didn't, I didn't hate it. But no one tuned in because everybody's done with Walking Dead, basically. Yeah, basically. Now these low ratings, you know, Walking Dead's like the highest rated show ever. So it was like, so yeah, it's still pretty. It's, it's still high for okay. like. Like it's still higher than like the Flash ratings and still stuff like that, but okay. for Walking Dead, it's terrible. Okay, that's so weird. Like when you were competing against yourself, like you could still be the highest rated show overall, but because your ratings weren't as good as your previous ratings, yeah. it's a failure. Yeah, I'm like God, dude, damn man, you can't win. <laughs> Pretty much. Hmm. I don't know how I feel about that. But it was a it was a decent episode. It was a, it was okay. You're not selling me on it. <laughs> you seem disappointed. Cause I'm like, cause cause like I said, I haven't watched since Glenn died, and so what I've seen the coming back, it was nothing that made me go, damn, I need to come back to the show. Like, oh, um, so it's just like, all right, yeah. They touch on uh, uh, Carl dying or at all or they anything? No. What the fuck? Why? <laughs> what was it about? Was it just like they introduced the whispers? No, uh, basically it was about... Uh, they didn't interest the Whispers in the season premiere? Basically it was about them trying to work out a way to... Because there's so many, there's so many uh, civilizations now, and oh, they man. all need resources, and you're living in a world with limited resources, and now we got the saviors that we got to worry about, and they need food, especially now that Negan's out the picture, because the whole thing was Negan was forcing all these other civilizations to give them stuff. Yeah. Now that that's now that that's out the picture, they got to try to figure out how to feed the saviors. Yeah. And they're not doing shit to try to help themselves. So <laughs> just it's like, sitting around. <laughs> yeah. So now we got to try to pull the resources from the hilltop and the kingdom and all to feed the saviors. And uh, politics. <laughs> yeah, the politics of that. And then also on top of that, it's like a bridge is out, and then you got to try to figure out how to work the bridge. And then you also got the old guy that that was uh, in charge of uh, Hilltop. He's plotting to take because Maggie's now the leader. They voted yeah. for Maggie to be the leader. Now he's plotting to kill Maggie to get his leadership back. And that's pretty much what the episode was about. So the episode ended. That's boring. So the episode ended where Ma- Maggie hung that guy, Gregory. That's boring. Like you kind of bored me in that description. Just because it's like, and for a premiere and, episode, and Ezekiel asked Carol to marry him. There was no whisper tease at all. No. Was there a time skip at all from the last season? I don't, I don't know how the last season ended. So 
That's uh, from what you're saying. It doesn't so I'm, sound assume, like it. I'm assuming it was a time skip. It doesn't sound like it. I don't know. That's that's not. And everybody knows who Rick Grimes is because you know. Yeah, he's Mich- a, Michonne made jokes about it. The famous Rick Grimes. But like in the comic, after they beat Nagan, Negan, whatever. Negan. It it time skipped like a couple years. Carl was still alive, but <laughs> that's what I was saying. I don't know if it's a time skip. But in the first I don't know issue, how, I don't know how last season ended. Okay, but in the first issue, they they tease the uh of the, after the time skip after the first issue of the time skip, they introduced the concept of the whispers, and that's what kind of made a, a a fan of the comic hooked to keep reading. But why would they not tease that at all? Instead, you're talking about bridges and more evil human escapades. I don't care about that. The zombies lowest rated season. Ugh. Here's the thing: I love the the human element in zombie stories, but it's so ironic that like Walking Dead swung the pendulum too far the other yeah, way. They're way too human. Yeah, it's like the, it's the threat should at some point be the zombies, and the Whisperers kind of brought that back. But even in the comic, the revelation of what they actually are is not what I wanted them to be, which is just like an evolved zombie. Talking zombies. Yeah, it's not. No, they're just people that put themselves in zombie gore. Yes, basically, it's it's like a more evolved. Uh, a more evolved version of that thing where they smear themselves in zombie goop and said they wear zombie skin. But like, it would have been way more interesting to have the zombies evolve to become a threat again for the humans. But it kind of makes me wonder, like, once you introduce that concept, why doesn't everybody do that? Like, once you know if you smear yourself in zombie goop, they won't bother you? Mm-hmm. Especially how it works in the show. Like, in the comic, it, it's more, like, dangerous to do. It's still not a guaranteed thing. But in the show, it's almost like you're invisible as soon as you smear some gut. And you don't have to be fully coated. No. Like, the only reason like it doesn't work is if you get wet or something. So I'm like, I would always walk around like that. <laughs> like, I get it's disgusting, but if, if, if you have a choice between being disgusted and being bit and by being, a zombie yeah, and living, yeah. you would think they would do that at all times. That's disappointing that they didn't introduce, introduce the whispers right away. It would have set up a, a really, like... Uh, a powerful antagonist or like or at least set up an interesting mystery for the show right away but to open the, the fa- episode with nothing and then the fact that you know Rick is about to die and then there's no and Carl's yeah. not there to take over ramp up, the, ramp up the stakes yeah but and Carl's not there to be the you know to take over from Rick yeah kind of makes me go what? like cause I don't want to see cause just based on what I got from this premiere from Daryl I'm like I don't want to see Daryl take over like he doesn't he's seem not like, a good he's show not a, he's not a leader yeah he's not 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 even just within the context of the show, but like as an actor, he's not the lead. Like I love Daryl. I have a mug that says if I have a mug and a hat that says if Daryl dies, we riot. Yeah. But But he's a great side character. Yeah. Not like, not everybody can be the leading man. And that's what Rick and it's Rick's story. So it's like it is my thing. We're about to wrap up the episode, but I was confused as to there were in the last season, I guess you didn't watch it, but there were flash forwards to Rick being old with like gray hair and like they well, he has gray hair now. Oh, he does. Yeah. Oh, so there was a time skip because he didn't have that in last season. Okay, never mind. My only question was like, if they're gonna kill Rick, what what about those time skip forwards? Like, the, are those not real? Yeah, his beard is gray. Oh, well, not fully gray, but there's like this gray in it. Does he look older? Because they aged him up in the flash forwards. He looked like he was older. And Judith. Um, actually, I take it back though. Ju- think- Judith looks like she, uh, Judith looks like she's five. Okay, but I take it back. I, I want to like say she's talking about Aunt Maggie and stuff. But I want to say Carl was in those flash forwards, so maybe they were just like in his mind, like 
they weren't real flash forwards or like what he hopes life could be flash forwards. So never mind. Never mind. I don't know. I'm just trying to figure out a way to make the show more interesting because like I used to love that show. That was my first flash. <laughs> yeah, I used to love, like I used to watch Walking Dead. Like I don't watch that much live TV. I usually wait to either watch it on DVR or watch it on streaming service. But Walk Walking Dead was something I watched live every week. Yeah. Oh well. Oh well. Let's just ride it to the fucking when the, I still had cable. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just ride this horse into the ground until Rick dies. Then we'll no, talk I think about the, the only episode I'm gonna come back when the episode where Rick dies. But I'm like I'm not gonna watch it. Oh shit. Ditto. Yeah. But yeah, ditto. So I guess on that note, we just wrap up the episode. Um, it's next week we're talking about, is Halloween out next week? The 19th. Yeah. So next week. And also Daredevil? Daredevil. Okay. So we got and probably sh- the next episode of Titan. Okay. So we got, we got a lot more stuff to talk about next and week. The Goblin Slayer. Oh, <laughs> the Goblin Slayer. Woo! And we need, we need to finally, Woo! we need to finally watch Sea Control. Oh, the anime? That guy's probably like sitting there like, when the fuck are you guys going to talk about? Did he join our Patreon? <laughs> what was it before that, though? Mm, now we have a Patreon. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> if he wants to watch it, bro. Still, it's a retro, you know it's how. A, it's a retroactive thing. Well, <laughs> but yeah. Um, because we got a lot of stuff to talk about next week. We got CW stuff, Supergirl, and what should it call it be back by then? Yeah, Supergirl's. Probably An Arrow, like, yeah. Supergirl's one right So we're going to have a jam-packed week next week. Yeah. All I'm right, gonna, I'm, I'm going to talk about Charmed. You're going to talk about Charm? I'm going to talk about Charm. No, you, you need to watch Charm. So we're, I, I watch we're, Charm. We're going to talk about Charm. I watch Charm too. <laughs> and Goblin Slayer. <laughs> Woo! Watch Goblin Slayer, guys. It's going to be crazy next week. And I guess it's been two weeks. We haven't done it. Like, are we gonna? Are we just dropping the gifted? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. And that's been this week for Blood Version. Okay. <laughs> I'm your host, Jordan, with Michael. <laughs> and we will see you next week. Bye. Peace. Robin, Robin in charge. Show him the baby. Hey. No, Robin, Robin's a large.